can't really be blind. It's just part of her character, right? I think she is. I think she is going down! Hey, it's party to the party. It's Bill Mutter and Dan Rudis. And this week it's Avatar to the party. So we're going to talk about Avatar. What the heck is it? What the heck? Uh, I... Avatar Day, the blind bandits, Duco alone in the chase. Wow. <laughs> Ironically, uh, as, 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 as Daniel is recording today, he's got his family in the background. And we're just talking to his kid about his favorite TV shows and stuff. And I guess Avatar is too young because John John's only like a little kid. Like, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, but I was like, man, it's too bad we're not redoing this show a couple years from now when he could actually, you could actually watch the show with him, and that would be kind of cool, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so, but, yeah, he, this week, I'm sorry, did you have anything else to say? Oh, it's just that he can't, currently can't handle all of his swearing and violence. Yeah, well, I mean, it is still, like, it's about older Blizz kids. Or viscera. And, you know, there's, know, there's a lot of just Zuko standing around talking about honor, which isn't going to be, like, really interesting and, to, like, to a three-year-old. Yeah, yeah. All the Toph shows up. Kids love Toph. Oh, you know, you gotta love Toph. (laughs) This? So last week I was just bitching Mm -hmm. about how I was losing patience with the show because I was waiting for it to get good. And Mm. God knows what you think about it. But this is the week for me. (laughs) Crack my fucking knuckles. I can go. (sighs) Avatar is finally turning to the show. I remember it being with the arrival of Mm Toph because I fucking love Toph. Now that with the arrival of Toph, for me, you love jerks. I again, this goes back to my thing. I love fucking assholes, and Toph is not mm. anything if she's not a fucking asshole. And yeah. so, but yeah, unfortunately, we have to get through one really filler episode to get to the Toph stuff. What are you talking about, filler? Avatar Day, man. I forgot this episode exists. The only thing this epi- episode does for the canon is there's some stickiness about how with Avatar Kyoshi and how old she is and stuff, but I guess we can go through the beat by beat. Where, what the hell even happens here? Like, it's so <laughs> inconsequential to anything that happens that I don't even think there's a previously on Avatar thing at the beginning. Because, like, there's nothing... I think the most, yeah, most consequential thing on this episode is it has James Hong on it, and that's about it. Yeah, he got, he got another paycheck for Avatar. This is, like, the third time I think he showed up on the show. Yeah, because he sh- he's, he's the main village leader, right? Yeah, he's the mayor. Yeah, he's the one who, yeah, once ever, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Which, yeah, that's, you know, I'm glad to see James Hong got a paycheck, but. Uh, so, what, the Avatar kids, the Avatar, the Avatar gang, Aang gang, mm-hmm. they're asleep. Sleep. They, well, I don't like that the spider made a web in Sokka's mouth. That's, that's kind of grotesque. That is just, also, just introducing that concept to little kids. You don't want your kid imagining that when they fall asleep, spider, it's already hard enough to put kids into bed. Without planting that image that, like, spiders could lay a nest in your mouth while you're asleep. Jesus Christ. And they just have regular spiders in this world. They're not, like, duck spiders. That's actually a good point. That's one of the... Yeah, now that the show's gotten more consistent about having weird animal combinations, it's weird just to see a spider, but yeah. I guess insects are always just insects. (sighs) Yeah, I guess they're not, like... weird combinations. I know they're animals, but people don't... Like, you you don't really eat them. If If you don't eat it, you really don't consider it an animal, I guess. So insects largely aren't considered like animals to most people, I guess. Yeah. Sure, that's that's the that's how science works. Do we eat <laughs> I it? know, I, but I'm just saying, like to normal people, not scientists. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. always like how people think. Don't know doesn't always necessarily align with what scientists think. Because people yeah. are stupid, but yeah. 
they get attacked by some random guys on beasts. Are these animals a combination of something? They seem to be kind of like cross. Uh, uh, what's... Triceratops, almost? Uh, well, I think it's kind of like a lizard combined with, like, a... Well, actually, speaking of an insect, uh, what, what are the horned beetles? That they have, like, kind of faces like this, where they got the, the shit sticking out of their face. You catch them in Animal Crossing. I think it's a rare Rhino combination beetle. of, like... Yeah, so I guess it's, like, a, a weird combination of, like, an insect with, like, a lizard in this world. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, but... Not that it matters anything, but... Yeah. It's, it's a rare new animal combination we haven't seen before. Yeah, but the gang is able to just escape by flying away because they can do that. Yeah, which but they which... they don't they manage they manage to get uh, Kachar's scrolls and Ang's bow, but they leave Baka's boomerang about. Yeah, although it's technically aren't there supposed to be Ang's scrolls? That's what Master Paku gave them to Ang rather than Katara. Although, I guess Katara is supposed to be Aang's waterbending master. So. Yeah, but she's selfish. She's like, exactly. I like the fact that Water Katara is a my kid. scroll. Yeah. But anyway, everyone ends up, like, almost leaving stuff behind, but they like, Boomerang has gone away. Yeah, now he's not the boomerang guy anymore. He's just the, the ponytail guy. Um, also, sad. man, this episode was totally animated by the B-team. Because, mm. aside from the fact that there's nothing, not, not, not that much stuff interesting happens in this episode, like... The few like not great jokes that are in this episode don't land very well, just because the animation's a little weird. Never though, edited it just kind of just doesn't. Just, nothing in this episode really gels very well. Mm, uh, I so. don't know. There's, there's so uh, I'll, I'll point out a part here in a second. Oh, okay. They 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 go to buy stuff in a local local town, and there's a guy who wishes them happy Avatar Day. The Avatar Day, and they go in town to see what the Avatar Day is all about. Of course, Sokka's eating food, because that's what he do. <laughs> they have giant floats of Kiyoshi, Roku, and one of Aang, because yeah. then everybody just knows what Aang looks like now. Just to um, point out, these are the like the three most recent avatars, too. So I guess... Okay, yeah. I was going to say, why just these three? Yeah. Or uh, why not just Kiyoshi and, and Aang? Why did they got to throw Roku in there? Yeah, well, I guess especially because this is an Earth Kingdom town. And the Earth Kingdom is especially anti-Fire Nation, because the Fire Nation keeps on attacking the Earth Kingdom, trying to invade the Earth Kingdom. And so I guess they would especially be like, fuck Avatar Roku. And with Avatar Roku being the most recent Avatar before uh, Aang. If you really hate the Avatar, he'd be the one I guess you'd really want to roast. Um, and this, is, this kind of goes back to what I was mentioning before. When the show was first coming out, this is right around the time when we started getting confirmation that Roku and Kyoshi were the two most recent avatars before Aang. Because we'd seen them mm -hmm. flashbacks to them and stuff in the past, but when the show was first coming out, this is when people were like, okay, the fans were asking why these three avatars, and that's when the creators were like, these are the, the, the three most recent avatars before Aang. So, two well, most the ones recent. before them have no knowledge to share. <laughs> well, there's like, you get to see a couple more later on, but yeah. Yeah. So there's a giant, a torch runner, not a giant torch runner. I don't know. What's <laughs> well, a torch? torch it's a, it's a, well, technically, it could be a giant torch runner because it's a giant torch that he's That's running, true. but he himself yeah. is not giant. Yeah. He jumps through the floats and lights them on fire as everybody starts chatting down with the avatar. And this may be the B team, but I do like Sokka's shocked face with his mouth full of food. He? <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> Watching it. 
He's slightly off model. His head's a little too round, but they really hold that pose where he's like, he looks like he's kind of melting a little bit because one jaw is, one part of his jaw is hanging lower than the other. It is, it's, it's, it's funny because this show, especially, I think, I think it's the last episode we'll be talking about today. There's a lot of crazy reaction drawings of, of, of the kids' faces. That's one where I don't mm -hmm. don't think they meant it to be kind of horrifying looking, but it just kind of did. <laughs> oh, okay. But like, yeah, I'm saying say it's more of a bug than a feature. But yeah, wah wah. But yeah, no, it's the anti Avatar Day. Oh no. Oh no, what the apple. Well, elsewhere, Zuko's dressed as Blue Spirit. And he's he's probably it just continues to think from last him week. And his uncle. Yeah. He's a bit suspicious, but he, the food is yummy, so whatever, you know. I, I mean, do like I whatever. do like how they pick up the thread that, like, it makes sense that, like, I, I, I that if you're going to bring back the Blue Spirit, I like the fact that it's Zuko using it as an alias to rob so he can feed himself and Uncle Iroh. And, yeah, of course, Uncle Iroh is not going to be down with that, but he really doesn't know what's going on quite yet, so. Yeah. So they even light Aang's boat on fire. And Katara, being forever the most, I love sticking my nose where it doesn't belong, puts the water, <laughs> puts the fire out with some water bending. She could have what a little more chill. They could just walk out of here and not say anything, because like it's not like they need to stop this festivity. Yeah, they let's just... make our presence known in this village that was gonna hate us. Obviously, yeah, Katara's got to drive conflict, even when she doesn't mean to. But yeah, um, her sense of justice is a little bit too, like, you know, calm down a little bit, Katara. It's okay. They're just burning some paper. They're not actually hurting anybody. Yeah. And then Aang jumps up and is like, what the deal? I'm the Avatar. Why you guys do this? And everybody's like, oh, no, he's going to kill us because the mayor. I do like that. Yes. Life. And that's James Hong right there, yeah. Yeah. The mayor tells him in a past life the Avatar killed their glorious leader, Shin the Great. And Katara is like. How dare you question Aang's honor? Avatars would never do something like that. How does she? What? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? Especially with there's, Avatars, there's, hasn't there been thousands of them? Exactly, and especially if Avatars are supposed to be like the ultimate peacekeepers in this world, sometimes they're gonna have to fucking kill some motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Like that's like you can't like you, you don't always be a peacekeeper by being peaceful. Sometimes you and well, that's the thing we find out is that <laughs> yeah, Kyoshi, Kyoshi had a rational some shop here a little bit but yeah and also 270 years ago man nobody's alive from that time you guys are still hanging on to this yeah Jeez. exactly i think it's even like 300 this becomes a whole thing well i guess that's in the future but yeah it's yeah it's, 370 it's been <laughs> long it's been centuries yeah who, who gives been... a shit yeah so ang wants a way to clear his name for whatever reason Oh, they'll lock him up and he'll stand. Yeah, wow. Aang does the Superman where even though he could easily escape, he submits to the local police authority and they put him in a fucking... What's the... Was it stocks? Yeah. They stick your head in a brick? In a, in, a, mm -hmm. in, a, in a wooden cutting board? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he gets locked up and he'll stand trial because he doesn't can't they have they're like hey we gotta save the world and he says i can't save the world with people who think i'm a murderer why why not yeah just go ahead Prove to them you're not by saving the world yeah just go do it like yeah maybe they'll, they'll probably go a little bit lax on you once you've saved the world but that's yeah. that's like, because dang's ultimate sense of justice he's yeah he, it's like he's a child yeah or you know it's that super you want to call it naive i mean that's the eternal debate with like heroes like at which point does your heroic deeds and actions go from just being, like, where's the line between being altruistic, altru altruistic to being naive? 
Like, where's the practical line there? And so Aang's firmly planting his flag in the land of, like, I will gladly risk the fact that I am the one person in the world who could stop uh, this fucking Sozin's Comet shit from happening and killing everyone in the world just so I can prove uh, that I'm a cool guy. Or at least the Avatar is a cool thing to this one tiny town that no one gives a shit about. But yeah. So. Oh, but don't worry. Sokka's on the case. He's going to play detective with some stupid hats and stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of like, I guess this is the Asian equivalent of Sir Sherlock Holmes. Because he puts on a silly hat and he's got a pipe. And he's got like a monocle. And yeah, I do like the fact that like, they're obviously going for a Sherlock Holmes joke here. But I do like the fact that they're sticking through. Because I guess the headpiece that he's wearing is like a Japanese magistrate. So like, mm. it's like, you feel like this is, I, I, I appreciate the fact that they just didn't take a modern, like, you know, Victorian fucking Western Sherlock Holmes hat and put him on him. But like, they're still, they're playing within that space with a different cultural language, I thought, which I thought was kind of funny, but yeah. Anyway. Pipes still full of bubbles though. Yeah, and why, why, I guess, I guess bubble pipes are a thing in the Avatar world, which yay, good for those kids. I don't think, I don't think bubble pipes exist anymore. In our world? Yeah. I didn't think about that because kids would totally like choke and drown and be a whole like health. It's not so much that. It's just the, the tobacco product. You know, think based about that. Of... Didn't even think of. Oh, I didn't think about that too. I thought maybe you're pointing out like ever since Nintendo got invented, you know, kids got real toys to play with. You don't need bubble pipes. Like bubble pipes went the way of like the hoop and stick. But no, you're probably more right. It's probably because of the yeah, it's aping a tobacco product. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Yeah, it looks like. Uh... Do they still have candy? No, that's just a, that's just, yeah, they do still have candy cigarettes. I was about to know, say candy cigarettes. Do they have candy joints. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's a, I did find an old image of a Bart Simpson's bubble pipe that sets the pipe. <laughs> What's it? Is he, is he saying something on the pipe like smoke it up, man? <laughs> no, but on the packaging, it's like first season Simpsons. Oh, yeah, totally that uh, kind of good. Well, at the height of Bart mania. That's the only time you would probably have like a Bart Simpson bubble pipe coming out. He is saying, Bubble Trouble. <laughs> Isn't that what they used on G.I. Joe? Oh, you yes, sent that's me what a link. Said, you, yeah, no, I said you just Oh, God, that is totally, like, early first season, like, we can barely draw Bart correctly. Oh, mm -hmm. God, it's it's a it's a pipe in the shape of Bart's head. So it looks like, mm -hmm. it looks like, a, it looks like a snake with Bart's head that you would stick in your mouth. And that's grotesque. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Bubble Trouble. Mm -hmm. Bart, Bart Simpson's famous trait, famous phrase, bubble trouble. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. Anyhow. Any, Thank anyhow. you for that. Anyhow. Okay. Waka waka waka. Also, Zuko is still stealing stuff yeah. from other people. Oh, yeah. He robs, he so. does a Robin Hood thing where he robs a rich guy of, like, his, his, his giant chest of gold. Yeah, but it's not a Robin Hood thing because he's just taking it for himself. So he's, it's just the, but it's kind of because it's a guy like inside the thing. Like it's totally like yeah, he's it's a guy in a carriage in the forest. But like yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. So uh, the mayor takes the 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 crew to the crime scene 370 years ago. Uh, the Avatar emerged from the temple and struck down Shin the Great. After that tragic day, they built a big stupid statue of him. Yeah. Using Kuhn from the same stone that was used to create the temple. Which that becomes, I mean, kind of a plot point, but everything gets glossed over towards the end. But like, yeah. So, uh, the kids leave, or he leaves. The kids snoop. The statue and the temple were cut from the same stone, so that means Kyoshi never set foot. That's in the what it was exactly, yeah. Because they, they have this. I guess I'm gonna mute. No, let's go ahead. 
Because I guess the statue was, like, created, like, like a couple decades after the events. But, like, if the statue was created at the same time as the temple exists, of course, they couldn't happen well, at the they, same Well, they haven't reached that yet. But, like, but that becomes the point. But, yeah, yeah, that is the thing. Just so, uh, yeah, so, I, which, yeah, that doesn't really prove anything, but they need more evidence. Yeah. So, they fly to that one village where everybody loved Aang that Kiyoshi came from. Yeah, it's the Kiyoshi Even, Island where, with, like, Suki yeah. and the Kiyoshi Island warriors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's even even. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say like, yeah, uh, this is the island where uh, it's like the third episode of the series where you find out that like, yeah, this is an island that was somehow founded by uh, an island community somehow founded by Avatar Kiyoshi uh, in the distant past. And yeah. so yeah. even the foaming mouth guy is back. But when he hears Aang isn't there, he gets embarrassed. <laughs> He's like they That's almost weird. like reverse the footage and then he gets up and then he, yeah, he slinks away. He's so I don't know why, you know, thinking about it, I don't know about the B-team, because that guy's animation and getting back up is really smooth. I think there's a B-team with one good animator, and so, because uh, occasionally okay. there's good bits, but other times it's like, okay, someone fell asleep while in the middle of this drawing over here, yeah. And no, let's put okay. it this way, whoever animated the full mouth guy was not the same guy who animated fucking so Slackjaw and Sokka, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the leader takes them to the Kaoshi's old dorm room or whatever yeah i guess and, it's uh, like a museum because it's got a mural and all of her stuff still yeah. inside yeah yeah she was a big girl big feet tall boy her footprint on the island said was tiny but so that's oh she's shocking twist yes yeah, somehow been one of her footprints from the day she killed general chin is still exists on the top of that cliff like 400 years later yeah mm -hmm. elsewhere there's prisoners giving ang romance advice you'll never see them again don't worry about it it's a funny I don't joke know why they include this i think it's just be, i think they wanted to make it so that like okay ang stuck in because ang is stuck in jail guess, for half this episode they want to make it yeah but not like, to make him like it seem like he's too miserable yeah it's not scary it's a funny joke that the other because like even starts off with like one of the the, the the guys in jail is like oh you're bald here You'll fit right in. It almost seems like a threat. And then smash cut to this. Yeah, they're all just giving... And they're also driving home the idea that, like, uh, Aang's still in love with Katara. And so they're all giving him romance advice. And it's all very... It's very Millbrook, want, want, want. Big tough guys are just big softies at heart thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sokka and Katara see a mural that celebrates the island's birth. And it's 370 years ago. And if, But if Kiyoshi was there 370 years ago, and the sun is... The painting is on the shadows from the west that was painted on the wall. That that means that it was sunset, so she couldn't have been there. Yeah, why not? This is just artistic liberties, man. Uh, All this is very circumstantial. This only works if you're treating. Finding. Yeah, this only works if you're treating the mural as like a photograph and not yeah. just like an artistic thing. And like, there's something about how like this is supposed to be a mural at sunset of the first day that the a Avatar Island was was founded. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, the shadows show the show that it's sunset, so that's wrong too. Everything about this story, about the 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 Chin villagers are saying, is is nothing of its it's quite adding up. Even though, yeah, yeah. it's all circumstantial. Like none of this like could hold up in a court of law, which in no. five minutes doesn't even become. It's it's all mood anyway. So yeah, they go back and say we got good evidence, but that's not how their court system works here. Ang will say what happens, then the mayor will tell him what happens, and he gets to decide who's right. Yeah, that's what we Gotta tell it. you, my dude, that seems like a pretty shitty court system. So, the show is essentially just admitting that they've wasted our entire time up to this point of the episode. Because, like, mm -hmm. 
Well, you're fucking great. I do like the line, though, where James <laughs> Hong is like, that's what we call it justice, because it's just us. And he starts laughing, and I was like, okay, that's pretty good, actually. But yeah, thanks for wasting our fucking time, TV. <laughs> I like uh, that. How what a weak chin they gave this guy. Yeah, ironic because he's, he's the chin villager, so he's all nah. like, <laughs> yeah. So uh. every his side's like everybody loves Shin the Great because he was so great, and then the Avatar showed up and killed him, and that's what happened. Yeah. Great, fantastic, much evident. <laughs> but Aang takes his turn and totally donks it up. He says, "I got." <laughs> he's like, yeah. I got big. I got big feet. That statue matches that temple and uh, the painting at sunset. <laughs> That's, That's the ticket. That yep. Ah. I mean, Aang's a good guy, but he's not. Oh, also, like, the case, even if he could speak straight here, the all of his evidence is very circumstantial. And I do like the fact that he just totally Some of mangled. it's not even there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just have to take it on principle. Well, I guess Kyoshi Island would only have to only be, like, five feet away. Like, you can't be that far away. You could think you'd get everyone in a boat and go back to Kyoshi Island and check it out. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, elsewhere, Uncle's talking to Zuko, and he's like, Shit, boy, it's totally cool being poor. Ain't no thing. But Zuko's dad, mopey, and says there's no honor Zuko's with being that Zuko, avatar. Yeah. yeah, and Uncle's like, yeah, but even if he got him, it probably wouldn't change anything. You know, your dad's kind of a dickhead. And that's not going to solve our problems. Zuko's like, well, what's the point? And Uncle's like, hey, hope, inner strength, platitude. Platitude, yes. platitude, platitude, yeah. Mm-hmm. So back at the temple, Sokka calls Kyoshi to the stand. And it's Aang dressed up in her garb and face paint and stuff. And he looks all silly because he's all like, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't work until it does. And then she's back there and she's like, yeah, I totally killed the hell out of that dude. He was a big asshole. He was attacking everybody on the, the whole dang continent. And then he was going to attack my town, so I killed him. I forgot First that... I blew... Go ahead. First I blew off all his clothes with some wind. <laughs> Then I cut the earth in two and blew that shit away, yeah. and I made my own island. And then he fell off a cliff and died. So she didn't really kill him. He this fell is, off a cliff and died. This is actually a point of debate. Uh, Aang actually gets to ask the sp the actual spirit of Avatar Kiyoshi about this way later in the series. And according mm. to her, she's like, I don't see the difference. Uh, like, I, my actions led to his death, so fine, fuck him. But also her attitude is like, mm. some motherfuckers need to die. Like, she doesn't give a shit about, like, she's, like, she's totally, she's, she's known to be, if not quite bloodthirsty, but, but, yeah, she's, she doesn't care about killing. She's totally fine. If it means the peace, I will fucking wreck your ass. And so she doesn't even mm. care about this whole debate. Um, but yeah, I guess I forgot that, like, we had actually seen, I thought this was really random that, like, Aang is able to, like, turn into Avatar Kyoshi so she could, like, speak to everyone here. But I forgot that he technically did that at... He turned into Avatar Roku when they were at, like, Avatu Avatar's Roku's Island for when, when Aang had to go there and, like, at, like, oh, the yeah. solstice and, like, talk to Avatar Roku and, like, people were, like, trying to get into the temple and, like, Avatar, yeah, Aang actually turned into Avatar Roku for a minute and, like, like used firebending to, like, scare everyone off and stuff like that. And so, I don't, this is, I don't know if we ever see this again where Aang actually, like, physically turns into a previous Avatar. But yeah, so mm -hmm. now we've got Avatar Kyoshi telling this whole story and stuff, and yeah, she just like just cracked off the whole tip of this peninsula and formed mm -hmm. a, a Kyoshi Island, and yeah, I guess the ground just yeah. it crumbled beneath the uh, Chin's feet, and he just died. He had fallen to the ocean. And that was it. So, man, I don't know. I feel like if an <laughs> Avatar can do that, you know, even with a 
comet close to Earth, our nation's kind of hosed if he gets full powered. Yeah, especially Avatar Kyoshi is known in retrospect. There's a whole, so this whole leads into all. There's also just confusing stuff too because people that now with the confirmation that Avatar Kyoshi was just like the second most recent Avatar, uh, before Avatar Roku the Firebender. And, but all this is taking place like almost 400 years ago, like 370 years ago. That means that either Avatar Kyoshi or Avatar Roku must have been old as fuck when they, because that's only two people, two lifetimes away. But this is taking place 400 years ago. And no, the creators came out and said that like Avatar Kyoshi lived to be like 300 years old. And they've ne even to this day, they've never explained why. And they said they might in the future. But something happened where, but like also on top of that, Avatar Kyoshi was known to be, like, a, like, even by Avatar standards, to be pretty fucking powerful, and by the fact that she was also relatively ruthless. Like, she, like during Avatar Kyoshi's quote-unquote reign, like, it was, like, one of the most peaceful, peaceful times on Earth, because Kyoshi would just fucking wreck people. And so, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, you start getting a little bit of that here, but, like, in other Avatar stuff, and it, it's mentioned more about what a motherfucker she was. But also, she's voiced by Femshep. Mm -hmm. Which, that always makes me happy. This is the second character voiced by What's-Her-Face, because she also voiced, what, June the Bounty Hunter with the with the licky, yeah. licky animal thing, but yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah, I love Avatar Kyoshi. I, I want to see, I hope, in fact, I would be totally happy if they came out with a new Avatar series that was just about Kyoshi, because I, I think it's great. I mean, if she lived for 300 years, there's They got plenty of, of stories, yeah, so yeah. something happened there, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, so, so I should also just stress also, too, being the Avatar... This also, when the creators came out and said it was weird that like Kyoshi did live for 300 years, it is. It was also confirmed that like avatars don't necessarily live any longer than anyone else. They're just like normal human beings. Being the avatar does not give you supernaturally long life, but something did happen to Kyoshi. So anyway, mm. yeah. Oh, anyhow, Ang comes back and he's like, "Well, Hoppo," and they're like, "Well, he kind of confessed." So they bring out the wheel of punishment. Elsewhere. Zuko splits us, he decides he's got to split up with his uncle, find his own way. Uncle gives him the joke bow, and he hops on, and the music's got them, got And he rides away. The chocobo music kind of lessens the impact of this scene. Zuko can never sneak up on anyone now, because, like, whenever he's running around on the chocobo, you can just hear that music sneaking up on you. Yeah. Yeah. So Aang spins the Wheel of Judgment, and everybody in this town is really excited to watch this small child die in Jesus. a horrible way. I think Kyoshi should have just wiped out this whole fucking town, not just killed Emperor Chin, because, like, everyone who, fought, who like descended from Chin was a fucking douchebag, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, dun-dun-dun, yeah. what happened? Well, he gets, uh... Boiled in oil, but before that can happen, the bad guys from the first part of the show—you remember them? Yeah. Remember them? Remember, I guess there they was a reason up. why they were here, and now it's you know, yeah. now it's here. And they attack everybody. So the mayor's like, "Hey, you're the avatar. You should do something." Ben Ang's like, "Oh, I love to, but uh, it looks like it's boiled in oil o'clock. So, uh, well, I'm just glad you know can't do it. <laughs> so he changes it to community service. Yeah, the mayor, the mayor totally does. Community. Yeah, he totally does a wheel of the worst and just notches it over his side and yeah mm -hmm. your community services go kill those guys so the three of them bang gang fight these dudes Sokka gets his boomerang back and whew man I was on pins and needles <laughs> waiting for that I do like what he says and, and then it always does come back I that, yeah. that cracked me up that was cute mm. 
Mm-hmm. And they win. Now the Avatar Day is the day that they're gonna celebrate to remember the day the Avatar saved them from four guys on some horses. Is it really basically. that one? How often are these guys attacked by raiders that like, yeah, this is like... Yeah. They couldn't handle four dudes. Four dudes? There were a bunch of earthbenders. Like, was there only, yeah. like, did they have no earthbenders? I mean, I guess there is a war, but like, they could have at least... Even if they had, at the start they had mentioned, like, all of our earthbenders are off. Like at war, and so we're it's, it's super susceptible to raiders. But no, it's just it's just an excuse to show. So in order to celebrate the new Avatar Day 2.0, we're just gonna eat mm-hmm. raw cookie dough, and then yeah, yeah. It's to symbolize that the Avatar was not boiled. In which <laughs> that is kind of funny. That's... I do, and I do like that they also end it with Sokka saying, "This is the worst town we've ever been to." Yeah. Yeah, and that ends that totally filler town. episode, yeah. Yay. Not quite the Great Divide bad, but like, yeah, that's... Again, the only thing that adds to the Avatar lore is, is some stuff about Kiyoshi. And like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Next up is the Blind Bandit. Woo! Thank God! Uh, yeah. This is... Yeah? This is, to me... This is when Avatar becomes the Avatar that I know and love. This is the moment where Riker mm. grows the beard and the show... Kind of the opposite <laughs> when the when a TV show jumps the shark, when the show finally becomes its its own best self. Uh, this is totally. I am surprised at how popular of a character Toph was. Is spoilers. Toph is not just like a one-off character. She's here for the rest of the show. Uh, to the point that like they just announced. Well, not just announced. This game's been out for a couple weeks now. I was recording, but uh, they just came out with like a Nick, Nick, Nicktoons, like Smash Brothers clone. Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, we're going to have Avatar characters. And the first Avatar character they showed off was Toph. And that was the one, when they first announced the game, I saw more people than anything was like, oh my god, they got to have Toph in there, right? And they announced Toph and everyone was like, ooh. And I was like, man, I didn't realize people loved Toph that much that like of all the characters from Avatar, like they wanted Toph in there, so. But we have not met yet Toph yet. That's true, Speaking of games, have you played the Avatar games? You know, the one that you could get the easy thousand achievements for two minutes? I was tempted. Like, I think I was, like, at, like, fucking, uh, fucking Blockbuster, and they had it on the shelf, and I was like, Because mm. that was, like, the early days, too, where, like, was it, was that, was that was a 360 game, right? And that, the whole point of that was, like, yeah. you could, yeah, that was, like, early days still when there wasn't, like, that much to play on the system, too? And no, uh, yeah, I never got start- around to, uh, the reviews for the game itself were always so bad. That I was like, oh man, I like Avatar mm. too much. I can't. I don't want to subject myself to a shitty, shitty, shitty game. I so. heard. I think I remember somebody wrote into the bombcast, or no, I don't know where it was. I heard something, the story something. behind the, the uh, achievements on that was they had a whole lit. You know, they did some really cool achievements in it yeah. through the entire game and whatnot, as you would normally do. But some that somehow they. They hadn't submitted them for certs or something. They messed up paperwork or something. Oh so no! They so they just kind of all of them, and they just put in <laughs> what they could as fast as they could, which was just like a two hundred hit yeah, combo or something. Yeah, uh, five hundred achievement points just for hitting the A button at the title screen, uh, that kind of shit. That sucks. Yeah. Well, then also welcome to the world of shovelware, like licensed video game shit. But you know, oh, anyhow, the blind yeah, bag did. Sokka buys a bag. <laughs> Okay. And, well, he's, I mean, he's... I know they bring it back, and he at some point he says, "I'm really glad I bought this bag. It goes with the belt." Does that bag? Why is this a thing? It's not. Don't worry. It's not like a thing. It like it's not like Sokka's <laughs> bag becomes like his new boomerang or anything like that. It is funny because they're doing the thing of him. He's doing the quote unquote girl thing of like fussy over whether or not he needs to buy new like accoutrements. And like, yeah, like he's he's asking, to- like he's asking Ang to like talk him out of it and all that stuff. But then, yeah, he goes ahead and buys it. And as soon as he buys it, he's like, I don't even need this. I don't even have anything to put in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So they get a flyer about some earthbending lessons. The first one's free, so they take one. Um, <laughs> Ang take takes the class, and <laughs> they're notes. like, "Hey, you get." Well, I was gotta look confused. Oh no, no, yeah. See that this—it's not so much. I shouldn't be ripping on your notes as much as my like. I keep on interjecting when you have something to say, and when you don't have something to say, I'm just sitting here just staring at the TV. It's—it's not being a bad co-host. Let's put it that way. That's the part when I need to come in and stump while you're reading your notes. But yeah. So, um, Aang doesn't really get anything from. Class, yeah, this is class. uh, this is kind of a riff on shitty mall, like shitty strip mall uh, karate dojos where it's like, yeah. well, they, uh, they yeah, they find people are handing out flyers for this like local martial arts earth earthbending school, and it's run by this skeezy guy who's like, if you pay for the whole first year, you get like, I'll bump you up like a like your your belt for free and all that stuff, and it's obviously yeah. just a shitty shitty school run by an idiot, so yeah. Oh, afterwards, they hear a couple of dorks talking about earthbending battles in the underground or whatever, but they won't tell Aang, because it's none of, none of your business. <laughs> I'm fucking up with the fact that Sokka dies. He laughs his ass off. I fucking love Sokka. That just cracks mm. me up so good. Spoilers, this is one of my favorite episodes of the entire series, so. Oh, I am, wow. I'm extra just like, yeah, there's just so much shit going on in this episode, I love it. Actually, the first half. I always forget there's a second half to this episode that takes place after the Earthbending Tournament. That makes yeah. more sense, then. Yeah, because that's not, like, I don't care about, like, Toph's home life bullshit, but, like, yeah, the, all the yeah. Earth Rumble stuff is fantastic. Anyway. Yeah, but Katara wins them over by freezing their asses and oh and she does a thing where she comes back and the guys are like well how'd you get the instructions from the dudes and she's like oh a girl has her ways yeah. mm -hmm. they're oh, frozen wow. on the walls they're popsicles <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna lose at least eight fingers and toes <laughs> between them yeah so they go and watch the battles and it's basically wwe it, loves it yeah uh, the main guy is the boulder who like refers to himself in the third he's kind of a cross between the Rock, who I think they actually did try to get The Rock, but of course, by like 2005, The Rock was too big to voice, you know, like a little character in a goddamn Nickelodeon kids cartoon. And mm. uh, But yeah, his combination between that and like the way he refers to himself in the third person is totally like Macho, Macho Man Savage 2. Um, and they throw the Iron Sheik in there, basically? He's like, like uh, the Fire Nation guy, and for some reason, yeah. this one guy who supposedly, I mean, I guess the joke is that, like, he's not actually from the Fire Nation, he's an Earthbender like everyone else, but, like, he's, like, the Fire Lord dude, and he's got, like, whatever, for whatever reason, he's got a Russian Sings accent. The fire. Yeah, Sings my, fire my fire anthem. burns for thee, and it's totally just, like, Nikolai Volkov fucking shit. King Hippo shows up for no reason. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, like, they even, I love that they even go to a punch-out place. God. Yeah. It's fucking great. I, I can't tell if it's... Because it, it's supposed to be, like, wrestling. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. But are, I guess they're actually fighting because... Yeah, well, they're they still get to the blind bandit, who's the champion, she does fuck him up. Yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's kind of doing wrestling where, like, the, the whole thing is, like, there's this whole mesa it's it's an arena with a mesa with like essentially an empty moat around it if you get knocked off the mesa you lose your match and so it's everyone just like trying to knock each other out of the ring with with earth bending so no one's physically touching each other so it's not like wrestling in that way but yeah fucking Sokka, the way he's just like losing his mind at every goddamn match he's totally like mm. in totally like wrestlemania mode wrestlemania fan mode i fucking love that 
Like, the animation on Sokka throughout this whole episode when he was reacting to the wrestlers was just fucking... Fucking, yeah, and there's, like, a Spider-Man guy who shows up and fucking... I love the even when... <laughs> there's a whole thing where, like, this giant badger mole thing comes up to, like, clear, clear away the rubble in between matches and suddenly the music, the background music sw switches to, like, organ music from, like, like an ice skating arena. Yeah, so like it's a Zamboni. Yeah, like a Zamboni, like a, like a hockey match. So they're mixing, they're mixing their meta, real-world metaphors here all over the place. But, yeah, I just, and, like, yeah, there's a ring card girl, and, yeah, fucking, the boulder knows how to put the hurt in the dirt. I fucking love Sokka. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's fine. The blind band is a small girl. Oh, yeah, blind. so, yeah. Um, and she looks like the vision that Aang saw in the swamp of the he chased from uh, last time we talked. Yeah, like two episodes ago, yeah. Yeah. She listens to what the boulder has to say, and then she listens to what he's doing by hearing vibrations through the earth and stuff, and then she kicks the ass. Well, especially, too, because everyone, so I guess she's been doing this for a while, because, like, when she, when they announce that the blind bandit's showing up, it makes it, everyone's, like, booting, like, it sounds like she's been doing this, yeah, from the crowd reaction and everything like that, she's a known player. And, yeah. of course, this is the first time our crew are seeing her, and, like, Katara's first reaction is like, she really can't be blind, is she? And, like, Aang's like, yeah, I think she is. <laughs> and Sokka says, yeah, I think she is. Going down! And just like, fucking, I love it, I love it. But, yeah, no, yeah, Toph. We don't know Toph yet. All we know is she's the blind bandit. But she just, yeah, fucking wrecks these motherfuckers. She's totally got the daredevil thing of where, because she's blind. I guess she was born blind, we'll find out later. But as a result of that, because she's also just a natural earthbender, she's, she can read the seismic... Every, whatever anyone's doing touching the ground she could like sense and so she's got like super senses all of her other senses are amplified because she's blind and so she's yeah. a super motherfucker upper of of an earthbender mm -hmm. so to make things more interesting they offer a gold sack to, to anybody in the crowd that can be her so Aang's like I do this but he doesn't want to fight her he just wants to talk but she won't <laughs> listen she tries to fight him so he well, I feel like she's like <laughs> do you think this hottie wants to see two little girls fighting i mm -hmm. thought that was cute okay mm. shut up well even You're the way fine. she fucks up that first wrestler when the guy slips on his balls and he goes Ow! <laughs> Just fucking love it. oh yeah yeah but yeah so it's a big animation yeah um but yeah so Aang she harumps away yeah so they go back to the academy where the two bullies tell them after they after some scaring well so so fucking well Aang, mm. Aang, Aang beats uh tough yeah. by knocking her out of the ring with earth with with, with air bending which becomes a yeah. plot point later yeah. yeah yeah the uh nobody knows who the bandit is she just she goes in she fights and then she vanishes ang's vision had a boar a flying boar with her and anybody know about that and yeah it's the symbol of the richest family in town maybe the world but they don't have a daughter but they're gonna go check it out anyway and uh, i've seen the anime gift before Sokka pointing at her eyes and at the bullies and uh, oh, Katara Pete, yeah. doing that and Sokka saying Water Nation out or whatever. Yeah, which that get that the, the, gets recalled in a cute little thing in, in Legend of Korra later, but yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, that's a, that's a great reaction meme of just like, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they're going to go so, to the Beifong estate. Uh, somehow Toph is the only person in the entire Avatar franchise who has a last name. Her whole name is Toph Beifong. And so, mm. yeah, I guess Beifong... It's like Chinese for flying pig or something like that, so, mm. you know. So, elsewhere, 
the other spiders that uh, think that the bandit took a dive because Aang knocked her out without any earth bending. It looked like he, you know, he just pushed air at her. Nobody, and nobody cheats them. Oh, there you go. He's gonna be mad. This was the question of how Aang. Because it doesn't even look like I had to, when, when I saw that plot point, I had to go back and rewind and see how Aang actually. And he just does, just, just, he does just blow uh, Toph out of the ring with airbending. It doesn't even look like uh -huh. earthbending. So how did he win the earthbending thing? Because you think somebody would have stepped in and said, you just obviously just, maybe, well, I guess maybe they, maybe because cause all the airbenders are dead, they, like, no one's going to assume that it's airbending. But, like, I don't know, it's weird, but, like, I don't know. But now, but they, 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 they do think now the match was thrown, so they want to get revenge. Yeah, and the kids sneak onto the, the rich people's grounds, and the band is there, and she's dressed up in a pretty little screw dress, and she's looking all prim and proper. And, uh, Aang wants her to teach her the earth-bending ways, but she doesn't want to. She's like, guards, come help! <laughs> it's like her first reaction is just the sick old guards on these kids, yeah. Yeah. Turns out her dad's a real dandy. He meets with the earth-bending teacher, who is keeping the daughter in beginner classes because she doesn't want nobody wants her to get a hook because she's a blind little push angel but uh oh somebody showed up unannounced it's the avatar i thought this was oh, a clever so way of like getting trying to like work back into weight into tops thing of like just show him say hey we're the avatar we there's no reason for us to show up but we just want to hang out with you and your family mm. yeah so that forces and, a dinner so with toff at the dinner table yeah they pamper her. She gives it. She's given soup, and he's like, "The dad's like, it's too yeah. hot for her. Blow on it." Her parents are real pieces of shit. Yeah. I mean, they mean well ultimately, but it's only that kind of suffocating fucking rich people. Fucking my dad, my daughter's a precious jewel that needs to be protected at all costs. Shit, and pops yeah. totally not into this. No, she uh, she earth bends Aang at dinner <laughs> under the table and yeah. stuff. Then he sneezes at her, and they go all aggro at each other and yell, and then that's the end. Then she shows up in their room later, and her and Aang go for a walk, and she talks about how she can see the earth with bending, but everybody treats her like a baby because she's blind. And Aang's like, hey, you should come with us and teach me. But duh, no time for that, though, because they get ambushed by all the wrestlers and put in some iron cages. And I'm still annoyed that earthbenders can't fuck with iron. That just annoys me. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, you know, um, I do like the note <laughs> that the fucking rumble guys leave, though, because it's, like, signed Shin Fu and the boulder, and, like, of course, Katara's like, oh my god, they've kidnapped our friends, and then fucking Sokka's like, I've got the boulder's autograph! Again, yeah, I love that, that that's the throughout, throughout this whole episode, he's just a total wrestling freak, but yeah, anyway. Boy, the guards have been... They're really donked it up there, huh? Yeah, some pretty fucking things. Yeah, kidnap. Like, yeah, I'm assuming those guards were like executed because they fucked up as badly as you possibly could, short of the entire family being murdered. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So they go to pay the ransom, which happens, and they but they don't get Aang along with her. They just get hurt because the Fire Nation will pay a lot for the Avatar. Oh so yeah, they, that's a fuck. That's that's a twist. I, like I, I forgot happened. Yeah. Yeah, they need her to help them get him back. Sokka and Katara need her. And, uh, but the dad's like, No, my daughter is blind and tiny and helpless and God. fragile and a little, little baby. And she's got a full diaper right now. And I gotta go home and change her. She can't totally help you. that attitude. Yeah, it's frustrating as shit. Yeah. And she's like, the fuck I can't. So she goes... And she starts just kicking everybody's ass, making a bunch of dust. Which she fucks everybody. Well, it's kind of the funny thing, too, because, like, because she ends up taking on everyone at Earth Rumble all at the same time. 
like this huge dust cloud gets kicked up. No one else can see, but because she's Daredevil, essentially, she doesn't. The, the fact that she's fighting in a giant dust cloud doesn't matter, and so she just picks everyone off one by one, and just like it just yeah, Rex. She's and the, it's yeah. nice that the wrestlers follow the rules of once they're knocked out of the ring, they're, they, yeah. they can't fight <laughs> they're anymore. They're out of like yeah, no one yeah. bothers to get back up or like do anything. No. Yeah. Oh man, some of this fucking animation. I forgot. Like one of my favorite shots in all of Avatar was actually earlier when Toph was first fighting before this, like the first time they were all in the Earth. But she does like this karate chop, knock the boulder out of the fucking ring, and just that animation of just like it's just such fucking good animation sometimes on the show. And like there's some mm. more of that here, just like Toph with her feet, and they show her kind of sliding her feet around, but then she'll lock her heels so she'll be in a like really firm stance and then like dig into the earth and just all kinds of stuff. It's just like. Yeah, just, just, yeah. And it's great, too, because she's moving like no other vendor we've seen on the show before, and that really kind of sets her apart. And, like, it's one of those things you don't notice until you've seen, the, like, gone back and rewatching these episodes a couple times. You can kind of kind of see the different physicality in different characters and how they've been. And, like, Toss very mm -hmm. unique and just, like, mm, very good. Anyway. Okay. Well, there's only one guy left, and then <laughs> yeah, he okay. loses, too. Yeah. And the teacher's like, the teacher's sitting with the dad, and the dad's biting his nails, and he, the dad, the, the teacher's like, man, she's the greatest earthbender I've ever seen. Wow. This is all lost later, on the dad. It's fr yeah, fuck, yeah, god damn. Yeah, well, yeah, because later at home, dad's like, she's telling her dad, she's like, man, dad, I'm sorry I kept secret from you, but fuck, I love fighting. It's so good. Oh. And dad's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm not mad at you. I just, but, you know. I let you have too much freedom. Turns out I'm a total asshole. Who knew? I like some sociopathic. Like goddamn. Yeah. And so he kicks yeah, everyone yeah. else out, and that's. Yep. Yeah. And then you actually. You're get... no longer welcome here, Avatar. This is something I don't think you ever get to see again. But you see Toph cry silently while everyone's being ushered out because Toph ain't the person mm. to fucking cry. So this may be it. <laughs> One time you're gonna see a Toph Bay phone cry, but. Um... So the end gang climbs on Appa, and she's coming up, and she's like, "My dad changed his mind." But he did not change his mind. He's hiring the bad guy from earlier and the earthbending teacher to go after them. Which we're going to show that they're kind of idiots. So that's not much of a my daughter. But yeah, that's not very threatening. But is the it? fact that he's got money, that like this is obviously going to be even more of a complication than just yeah, it's, it's yeah. Well, and the dun 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 end. Dun, dun, dun. Um, the one thing we did miss was like the when she defeats the teacher though it's the final bit of fighting we see in the episode uh aside from her uh, toss brute power she's also kind of clever because uh she gets everyone onto a disc or like the other like well she's fighting the main teacher like some of the other earthbending guys do come back and they're gonna like swing into the ring and she, all she does is shift the ring beneath her feet so like the other guys all crash into each other and that's how she wins the fight so it's not even anything she really does other than just like m changing how everyone's positioned so they knock each other out, which I thought that was kind of clever too. But yeah, so is yeah. there? Yeah, I don't know if <laughs> this would lead into a spoiler or anything. But no. is there a limit to how powerful like non-avatar vendors can be? Hmm, it's a good question. Also, kind of means what you're talking about, like. Yeah, like, I know. I know it's a hard question. Jenna, but, like, that's one of the things the show is still kind of played around with. So it's kind of a little bit like, yeah, because. Not really. They've never set any hard limits or anything like that. Because I mean, I'm trying to even think if they've ever done anything about like, can you bend Earth that you can't touch? Can you bend like, anything it, outside of your field of view? I'm trying to think if they've laid down any. Like, rules. could a, a regular Earthbender have chopped off an island? That's a good question. Presumably not, because they're definitely they 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 do, do talk about different benders being more powerful than each other, and that's one of the like this is something like 
that doesn't really get elaborated on, or even really, sh you don't see too much of it. We've only seen very little of it, but uh, Azula, Zuko's evil sister, more mm -hmm. evil sister, uh, she's got blue flames rather than like the, the same orange flames that everyone else has because she's just naturally that much more powerful that she has blue fire as opposed to normal fire. And so, yeah, that's just... But it's not like... I mean, she's also just a really good fighter, too. But, like, just even inherently, I guess even the power of her flames is more powerful than other people's. Which, yeah, which doesn't really mean anything from a practical perspective. But there is the insinuation that some people... Even within just the bending community, there are just some people who are more powerful <laughs> also, and better than others. So yeah. Also, I mean, how much more power? You, that's pretty much it for fire. You just can get that's make more the heat. thing. That like more it's fire, not, that's, like that's not, bigger. Yeah, fi like that's yeah, about maybe yeah. And the, the, like like yeah, like Azula being a better, more powerful firebender just means I guess her fire is just like fifty, like twenty centigrades degrees hotter than so that's why it's blue like it, but that, it's still it's still gonna burn down a house just as fast like at a certain yeah i was it fires fire at a certain point unless she's like shooting like like volcanic plasma out of her hands where it's like that could be a different thing but like yeah i was thinking about another reason why fire nation are a bunch of lame wads <laughs> yeah you just like yeah is earthbenders can use the you know earthbending power to like move themselves fast just lift the earth up underneath you and zoop along waterbenders could use water to the you know waterbend themselves and airbenders and zoop can fly along. practically air orbit airbenders can, can fly or they can use that ball like ang has under his butt sometimes to zip along uh fire nations ain't got shit what did they gotta use fire to burn themselves faster they can't <laughs> move any quicker yeah no that's <sighs> Spoilers. Mm -hmm. Actually, I know something. Huh? They have the fire stuff oh. in terms of mobility. There is. Mm -hmm. I think about it hard enough. If you can propel, propel jets of fire out of your hands and feet hard enough and sustain that, mm. you could do your own little bit of flying. I suppose not some maybe, Iron Man shit. Yeah, maybe not. You know, you're not gonna fly into space, but at least it's something. Like, but like, no spoil. It's yeah. It's it's it's. But yeah, I'm trying to think. But like big. Yeah. Oh. Okay, okay. But at least there's there's a little... I think even... because well, I think that's one of the things where... Even though... I've seen the whole show and I can go back and be like... Oh, wow, it seems a lot of this stuff was kind of planned out from the start. I think in terms of, like, the, the Avatar... Or not Avatar, the bending powers. I think there was kind of a thing of, like... Once they established that, like, all the other... Uh, uh, benders could, like, f practically fly. I think that after a while they were like, we have to give the firebender some way of kind of flying, too. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of those things where, like, they never designed it that way, but, like, I guess we'll... Like, if you're really powerful with bending enough, you kind of, like, yeah, you essentially have Iron Man powers and kind of fly around yeah. a little bit. But, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't think that was necessarily so, designed from the start, but, yeah. Anyhow, Zuko alone. Oh, no! Now, now, Zuko's all alone, and he's traveling on his chocobo, not stealing food from pregnant ladies. And, uh, <laughs> I know! I big clap on the back for Zuko that he didn't rob a pregnant lady. Yeah, Jeez. you did it. I do he's appreciate this episode. Does stick to the premise of the title, is that it is just... We don't see any of the Aang gang. Nothing. Mm -hmm. It is just Zuko by himself now, because... Yeah. At the end yeah, of uh, was it Avatar Day? Did we say that he leaves? Oh no, you didn't mention because yeah, he runs yeah. off with his chocobo and playing the chocobo yeah. game. Yeah, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He's and he's running out of water when he's been traveling next to a stream for miles. But yeah. he's just a, a poor planner, basically. Uh, this is he's getting thinner. There's getting longer. 
Oh yeah, and well, they do a good job. I guess it's been a couple weeks since the last time we've seen him because now it's like they do a good job. Of, like it's a subtle thing with like his cheeks are more hollowed out, like the, the subtle shading mm -hmm. on his face is a little bit more. Um, and for people who have seen the Legend of Korra, uh, there's a bit where he it's 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 just a bit of background that he's walking through with his chocobo, where he's walking through this empty field with these giant like circular things with squares cut out the middle of them. That is a momentous location if you've seen the legend of Korra there's a huge thing that takes place in the distant past in the same location uh which yeah a huge bit of avatar history takes place in there. but it's not it's one of those things i'm sure that was retconned later but like mm -hmm. you know but like this is actually a pretty you know, important spot that he walks through but anyway yeah he's just like just just roaming around everywhere just hungry as hell yeah he goes in town to get some feed for his chocobos and it's a hot meal but he doesn't have enough money for hot meal you probably should have kept some of that gold you left with your uncle for yourself yeah, man to keep a couple points for himself you so had a whole treasure chest i do like the guys like well you got enough for two bags of feed and actually that's what zuko does buy i do like yeah. that that was kind of funny yeah. yeah then there's a bunch of earth nation shitty soldiers playing dice in the background and some little kids throw an egg at them and they come over and like you throw that egg and he's like no and they're like you see who did and he said no and uh they steal his bags of feed and leave cool the the, the vendors like they're, they're supposed to protect the town from the fire nation but they're just big thugs and bullies and this kid with teeth pointing 12 different directions is like thanks for not ratting me out yeah it's we'll such a precocious my parents kid will design you. yeah yeah Pig chickens? That's not kosher. What is this? What are you guys doing? This is a, this is one on. hell of a farm, too. And I love that it's almost like a punchline. So, yeah, he's like, hey, Zuko, uh, thanks for not riding me out to those guys. Come back to my farm and we'll, 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 we'll put you up for a little while. And, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're showing off all these pig chickens and pig sheep and stuff. You get to the end of the road and, like, you see there's, like, a pig rooster on top of the mm -hmm. fence. And just, <laughs> that was ridiculous. I do like, I do like the show designers having a fun time. We're like, okay, we're going to have weird animal combinations. We're, we're literally going to go a whole hog with this shit. But yeah. yeah, those soldiers are assholes. Not like the kid's big brother who's off fighting in the wars. So they offer Zuko to stay for dinner, but he doesn't want to. So they say, how about you help us do chores? And then we just have to pay for dinner. And he's like, okay, with that. Yeah, food. And his stomach grumbles. Mm. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll take you up on that. Yeah. So the kid tries to talk to Zuko with invasive questions while he's working on a roof, and his dad's like, hey, shut up. Let the man's past be his past. Uh, it's, we totally won't follow that rule at the end of the episode, so sweet. Yeah. So Zuko has a flashback to when he picked on some turtle ducks with his mom. He picked on them, and the, then the mom turtle duck bit him, and he's like, ah! And his mom's like, yeah, you fuck with someone's baby. They're gonna bite you. I'm darn chomp. That's actually... Spoilers! That's a thing. That's a thing. They're dropping shit right there. That's gonna, what? That's no, a I can't point. believe they would do that. I know it's I, I know what? it's hamfistedly no. laid in, but like that's that's mm, chef's kiss. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I love uh, fucking love Avatar, man. Fucking Avatar is good. I love it. It's it's better on a second time around. Let's put it this way. It's like pizza. Well, maybe mm -hmm. no. no actually, How many fresh. times around do you have to watch The Great Divide before it gets <laughs> good? True. If you can skip over The Great Divide, the Avatar gets... You know which episodes the skip Avatar gets even better, but yeah. Anyway. Is, did somebody make one of those? The, like, oh, watching I'm guys sure. the bullet episodes you could skip? 
I'm but sure. I feel like you can't because they sprinkle in shit that you need to know That's in even the, the shitty episodes. If you were to ask me, if you start Avatar Last Airbender, just start with the first episode with Toph. <laughs> That's all you're... Mm. But then you're missing half the, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. later in the f- same flashback, his sister asks his mom, Zuko, play, make Zuko play with us, which he doesn't want to do, but mom's like, go do it. Yeah, we see so that they... she's been playing with the same her two friends ever since she was, like, ten. I don't believe this bitch got friends. <laughs> It's kind of a that's 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 uh, the, the, the show does not completely ignore that I like yeah the, yeah that that yeah you're not completely wrong about that it's and she's actually lucky she's got the two friends she's got and mm-hmm. but it's they do the funny thing where it's all these characters are being played by the same actors but their voices kind of sped up chipmunk style a little bit or like pitched mm-hmm. up so mm-hmm. it's kind of funny to hear like Azula being like hey I'm a little ten year old but I'm still kind of saucy you know remember but yeah. Um, they put an apple on the serious girl's head, and then she lights it. Uh, Azula lights it on fire, and Zuko tackles her into a, a pond. What are you doing, man? Yeah, well, Zuko. Well, Azula picks up on the fact that, like, I think uh, her serious friend has a little bit of a crush on Zuko, and so mm-hmm. she decides to humiliate her by like forcing Zuko to try to like knock an apple off her head using fire, and it's a whole th- fucking thing. And she's Azula's just being a fucking off. Yeah. And then Zuko leaves is like, girls are crazy. Yeah. Got it. And they also got a letter from, letter from the uncle. He, he sent them gifts. A so this is Uncle. Zuko. Yeah, Uncle Iroh has been out at the war front leading the the, the Fire Nation army. Yeah. yeah. A dagger for Zuko that says never give up without a fight on the blade, and a dolly for his sister. I do love. Does she just burn it up immediately? Yeah. She's like, if Uncle doesn't return from war, that makes Dad leader, right? And yeah. She likes mm-hmm. the doll on fire because she's cool, I guess. Yeah. Also, the knife that Iroh sends back to for Zuko, uh, that's the same knife that we saw Zuko cut his cut his top off, cut, top knot mm. off with, uh, a couple episodes, like at the beginning of the season. So he's he okay. did. We haven't seen it in a couple episodes, but he did manage to keep that at least up until the beginning of the season. So, yeah. Back in the present day, the little kid with the teeth sneaks into the barn where Zuko's sleeping and takes the swords and goes out and plays it with them in the field. And Zuko follows him and is like, yeah, but you're using them wrong. You got to go like this. Yeah. 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 He makes a bunch of link sounds. And then yeah, I kind of. Yeah. This is how you do the downward thrust. This is how you do the yeah. upward thrust. The next morning, he's getting the leave, but the dork squad, the, the soldiers pull up and it's like, hey, we heard your son got captured, loser. Nyeh, nyeh. Last time that happened, they dressed them up in Fire Nations, put them in the front lines when unarmed. And dad's like, watch your mouth and shut up, nerd. And then they start, <laughs> the, the soldiers start to approach, but Zuko gets in the way and they're like, why root around in the mud with pigs? And then they leave. Good talk. Do they talk. leave? Right. Yeah, they just leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm watching the episode now, but I'm like, yeah, a little bit behind, but yeah, okay. Yeah. So another flashback where Zuko learns that his uncle's kid died, which I guess would be his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> they do mention that. later that, like, it, like yeah, her mom, Zuko's mom refers to her. Refers? 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 Refers reserves to that kid. <laughs> refers to that kid as their cousin, but yeah. And then that happens. Back in the current day, the dad's like, I'm going to go to the front lines and bring our son back. Good okay. idea, Jesus! Great this is, plan. This is the farmer who's keeping his own farm together. She, I, I could stay here and keep my other son and wife alive, yeah, but, but nah, no, nah, I, have nah, to, nah, I have nah. to leave my farm. I have alone. to go risk my life you to save my son. Fucking idiot! You fucking yeah. moron! Even by Nick cartoon standards, it's like, come on, dude. 
Yeah. I'm surprised Zuko doesn't step in and be like, dude, you're just wasting your life if you do that, but no. Then the kid asks Zuko, after my dad goes, will you be my dad? And Zuko's <laughs> like, no. But he gives him the dagger that says never give up without a fight on the Okay, blade. so that's how we Which, see, oh, he actually does have it to the, yeah. That, that seems like a mis mixed message to be stabbing into somebody's guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, do they explain why Zuko leaves? He's just leaving. He's, he's just goal. leaving. He's just done, he's just done his thing, yeah. and that's it. Okay, he's not like off to like go fight the bad guys or anything. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, so this whole episode is a riff on the man with no name Western shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. Zuko's being super, super like mysterious, and he just doesn't want to mess with anybody, and he just wants to get out of there as fast as possible. Yes, just yeah, just avoid any conflict. Then a flashback about how Zuko practiced a lot with knives when he was a kid, and his sister's talking shit about how Uncle got sad because his only son died like a big nerd. Man, fucking oh, Azula's a fucking fuck. Because she's talking about how fucking what a piece of shit he is, yeah. And we already know- He started crying. <laughs> oh my god. I do like the fact that they're, like, they're leaving in the foot, like, laying in the fact that, like, Zuko's really good with swords, which, like, we already saw him teaching the, 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 the kid, the farm kid in, in the present day. And they're laying in the fact that, like, Zuko's practicing with this knife even then. And so I thought that was kind of a nice little bit of, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, they gotta go see their granddad so, with their dad. And they all go in there, and they all sit down, and the, their dad is like, Want to watch my kids play piano? <laughs> but in this world, it's fire. It is, a, it is, so it is, it is a martial arts off. recital, yeah. Yeah, she shows off, and it's, yeah, yeah, fire, yeah. And then Zuko's like, look what I can do. It is and the he jumps most... up. And he fills his pants with shit. Right? He really just kind of, kind of he bends over to tie his shoe. He farts in his dad's face, falls over, <laughs> accidentally pees on his grandpa's face a little bit. It's, it's pretty. He, he trips and farts, and a really pretty girl slot all happens. I mean, I guess oh, you, no. I guess you had just been asking about like, like some benders, benders being naturally better than others, and I guess we here we have a perfect example of Azula. I mean, you guess also chalk it up to Zuko's nerves, maybe. He could be as good of a bender as Azula, but he's definitely not showing it here. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, Zuko fucks up bad. Do you? Uh, do you? Do you huh? see what's going on in the scene though, in terms of why suddenly uh, Azula and Zuko's dad suddenly shows up with his family and has them putting on a recital? Do you see what's happening here? Well, yeah, he's like, look at how cool my kids are. They're going to be leaders someday. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. It's just a strength Because like... he, he spells that out. Yeah, okay, okay. I just, I, I've seen... Because yeah. mom comes over and is like, don't sweat it, baby. You'll be somebody who keeps fighting even though it's hard. That's your defining character trait. Just going to follow you through the series. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. I mean, she's not wrong, though, yeah. And it's... grandpa's like, what the fuck is all this pompous <laughs> circus? What is this shit? Tell what me what this... you want. Everybody else get out of here. I, I, I... I had to I had to stop watching Jeopardy for this. <laughs> like, yeah, what is going on here? Yeah. And they they leave, but Azula grabs Sokka to go list, sneak behind some curtains and listen into what's going on. And yeah. their dad's like, "Hey, pops, listen, my brother, he's he got no kids now. His kid dead, died a horrible death. Whatever, you know, <laughs> you know, bits and pieces of him blown all over. Yeah. Why not? Uh, my kids. You saw, they're super, they're super cool. cool. Well, the one. One, the shit is pants, not so cool. But the other one, <laughs> super cool. You know, super cool. How yeah. about uh, you take away my brother's birthright and uh, make me supreme leader? And Grandpa's like, man, my grandson's body not even cold yet. What little bits are left? And you come in asking me 
for this shit? What is wrong with you? Why are you such an asshole? You know, your brother's suffering very bad. Boy, you're suffering, but much worse. I'm teach you a lesson. And then Zuko says, <laughs> and runs away because of fire. Fire flamed up when his grandpa got mad. It's bad. It's big scares. Big scares. For yeah, we don't boys. get to see exactly what happens because our perspective with the Zuko, but he, we don't get the exact details yet. But yeah. And then later, Azula shows up <laughs> to his bedroom. It's like, Dad's gonna kill you. No, seriously, Dad's gonna kill you. I do like really said, he is. Like he's gonna kill <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Dad said he has to learn the pain. Or Grandpa says that Dad has to learn the pain of losing a firstborn son, and Zuko's like, "No, no, no, Dad wouldn't do that." I barely know the guy, Zuko. He'd Zuko, probably do that. Yeah, well, he'd probably do that. To be fair, and this is what he defaults to is like, Azula does nothing but lie, and that's what he starts yeah. telling himself: like, Azula just lies. Azula just lies. Can't believe yeah. anything she's saying. She's doing this to manipulate me. And so, yeah. Yeah. So back in the present, the mom finds Zuko, she rides up and she's like, Hey, you gotta help. Soldiers came back, demanded food, and that idiot kid of mine pulled the knife. Where the fuck he got a knife? I don't know. Well, he I, pulled the knife. And yeah. he, they said, if he's old enough to fight, he's old enough to go off to the war. So fuck, man, come on. Let's help a sister out here. And Zuko's like, I'll get you kid back. That you is know, a clever way to get Azula, or Az uh, Zuko invested back in because he knows he's the one who gave the kid the knife. He's, he didn't mean knife. to. Although, yeah. it also does just suggest, did Zuko just ride over, like, the next closest hill and immediately just fall asleep? Like, he didn't even make it that yeah. far from the farm that, like, the mom could just walk over, like, hey, oh, yeah, you're right here. Hey, I need to, I need your help, but yeah. He uh, marches back into town and says, hey, nerds, let that kid go, because you guys aren't soldiers, love, you're just bullies, you're picking on people. What the heck? <laughs> and so they attack Zuko. Because they have the thing of, like, Zuko comes, it's sunset, they're obviously doing the whole western thing, man with no name mm -hmm. thing. He, like, Zuko comes back in silhouette, lit, lit against the sunset. I totally yeah, yeah. love the idea of, like, you could hear the Chocobo theme slowly getting louder as he walks in <laughs> through the silhouette of the sunset. Like, totally undercutting the drama of the scene, but yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but so, yeah, fight happens. Yeah, they're like, you're gonna let him talk to us like that? And they start fighting him, and he basically, like, slaps one on the ass, pokes this... one in the eyes, Three Stooges style. Yeah, this gives is another one, one a big wedgie, and they just run away. All, the, the, but they'll not have to last. This is one of those things where if this were a Nickelodeon cartoon, Zuko would be just flat out killing people right here. Because there's yeah. no reason for him not to. Yeah. But yeah, especially he's got swords and shit. Like, there's like... Yeah. Yeah, I do like the fact that he's fighting the whole time and he's not using his fire bending, and he just still manages to kick all these guys' asses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, the other, the last guy, he's just, he can earthbend, and he starts using earthbending. Yeah, he's got these two big hammers, yeah. and so he's using conjunction with the hammers, so like he's like earthbending, kicking the shit out of Zuko, finally. And yeah. mm -hmm. fuck. Man. So, so uh he gets knocked down and it knocks him out for a little bit and he gets thrown into a flashback where his mom says, Everything I've done, I've done for you. And no matter how much things change, never forget who you are. <laughs> Which is I uh, am legitimately mm -hmm. getting a little weepy because I'm like, oh <laughs> But Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We find out more about what happened here. I guess if you really assume. thought about it, you could probably figure it out, but mm -hmm. but with this, we do figure out why she leaves and what the hell goes down. But, like, yeah, Zuko fl falls flat on his back. That seems to activate him <laughs> where he's like, fine, fuck it. Like, he totally just, like... It's interesting, I don't know if we ever see this again, where Zuko is, like, firebending while using swords? Like, he's mm. shooting flames out of his fist while holding a sword, which... 
Fuck, man. <laughs> wow, let's see yeah, more of that shit. Yeah, you think that'd be a good shit. technique to do. Jesus, why wasn't the Avatar Last Airbender movie just like two hours of a guy with flaming sword <laughs> fists killing people? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. But yeah. He knocks that guy in his He just knocks the guy in his... He knocks the guy in his blood, that's it. Like, yeah. yeah, that's... And he's like, who are you? And Zuko's like, I'm Prince Zuko! Zuko, Woo! what are you doing? <laughs> I'm the heir to the Fire Nation throne! Yay! And now yeah. everybody in town says, ew, gross, Fire Nation, we hate you now. Gross, I... get out of town. And Zuko tries to give the kid back the dagger, and the kid says, I hate you! Go away! I don't believe that, but okay. I do think Doesn't it's... everybody in the world basically know that he's a traitor and an outcast of the Fire Nation now? Shouldn't yeah. everybody be like, hey, you're a traitor? Because people... he was... He's never... Like, he... It's not like Uncle, where Uncle, like, r- ravaged shit but yeah. wars and whatnot. Zuko basically... Always spent his life in the Fire Nation and got his ass kicked out. Because it's been... Especially with the other Fire Nation. Especially the other Fire Nation people definitely know... That Zuko is exiled. Everyone else in the world seems to be privy to what's going on in the inner politics of this family. So it is mm. weird that, like, people would be like, oh, hey, you... you well, no, because you... so, somebody does mention, and, and wasn't that kid outcast and a traitor? Yeah. Like, after he announces that he is, you know, the Do they, Are they here. the ones who point out that, like, oh, yeah, your dad burned your face or something like that? And yeah, they say that, and then they're like, weren't you outcast and a traitor? But then, like, do you think, if anything, that would be the thing that would be like, oh, okay, you must be, well, I could see maybe not being like, oh, hey, you're now our best friend because you're a traitor. Yeah, I don't see that this. either. Exactly, but, but if, Just like, going straight to hate and booing and throwing Hitler's, eggs and shit. If Hitler's taking over the world and his son shows up to protect your town, and the rumor is that he's rebelled against Hitler, his dad, and try, yeah. is trying to fight against him... Or at least rebelled in any way, regardless of what... Enough to think, get, like, a, a a big bounty put on his head. Enough he would be at least let the guy leave. Don't, like, suddenly turn against him and be like, We're gonna kill you! But yeah. I do appreciate the show. For Nickelodeon show having the entire town, even the kid turn against Zuko and be like, Fuck you! I was like, that's yeah. okay, at least they... Uh, that, that, that's, a, that's a pretty ballsy choice there. That's pretty, that's pretty awful for Zuko, but yeah. Yep, so he has one more flashback where he woke up and mom was gone, nobody knows where she went, and also grandpa's dead. So at grandpa's funeral, they are like, his tone, this totally really happened, last request that happened and it it wasn't (laughs) made up, was that his second born son now be the fire lord. So he is. We're not, it's just, just because all this drama happened in one night where... Mm-hmm. Uncle Iroh's son got killed. News got back to the fu- Royal Fire Nation family. And suddenly the the ruler of the Fire Nation is dead. And his last words are supposedly, My son, Avatar, my son Ozai is super cool. He should be <laughs> the next Fire Lord instead of his brother Oz, instead of his brother Iroh. That's my last will and testament. Everyone just, <laughs> just seems to totally think it's cool. Just like this all happened like... Them. Yeah. The fire, the fire, uh, the fire lord's son with a bunch of strings yeah. attached to grandpa. Oh my god. Yeah. We get a Bernie style. I mean, I guess that's the thing with like, you know, a corrupt government. Like, no one's gonna call out and be like, this is obviously fucking bullshit. But yeah. like, what are you gonna do? Like, and so the, I guess they set the, the, the grandpa fire lord on fire and they stick a mm-hmm. thing and ozai's head and that we never really get to see his face his his face in this episode we definitely get to hear mark hamill's voice hey but is like, there a reason or did like for that what's up 
That they're not showing his face yet? No, is no, no, it's not, like we, it's not like he turns or out he's, like, just... got big bird face. No, it's just, he's just, you know what? He's a guy who just looks like a guy. Yeah, no, there's not, it's not I like. I guess he... just to keep some sense of mystery behind him, That's it, because when, when you finally see him, you're just like, oh, like, you could draw a picture of him right now, <laughs> oh. and it wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. It would just be, it's looks a guy. Generic avatar character face, man. He, it really is, like, <laughs> there's nothing like, they just picked the most random Barbie doll guy out of the character model pack, and said, I guess that's our dad. That's Zuko's dad. That's the bad guy of the whole show from now on. Yeah, and, and so Zuko, uh, yeah, Zuko hops on his chocobo, leaves town into the samurai sunset. While do 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 That's all we've learned from this. That is a genuinely great video game song. That is just a fantastic little melody. But yeah, Zuko alone, forever alone. It sucks to be Zuko, but for a little rich kid, yeah, it's kind of a shitty situation, but yeah, his mom's gone now. I'm glad, because I think even last week you were asking if we were ever going to find out anything more about his mom, and like I said, we're going to find out more about exactly what happened this night and stuff, but yeah. I, I thought it was kind of interesting that we get to see, I guess, when you're a Fire Lord, when you die, your whole thing, of course, I guess it makes sense in retrospect that it'd be cremation, and that you get cremated the moment your son gets crowned to be the next fire lord which okay i guess that makes sense which, too but yeah that was wild because from the cremation pile you just start <laughs> i'm not dead yet <laughs> yeah it turns out they didn't even <laughs> turns out they didn't even have to assassinate grandpa fire lord all he had to do was knock him out long enough so he gets stuck on the cremation pile he's like help 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 me out <laughs> no it's cooking in here no <laughs> oh, god so yeah <laughs> That's that's the uh, the TV show's one big nod to Clint Eastwood westerns, as that one mm-hmm. episode. So, or oh, God, or uh, uh, probably more accurate, um, uh, Mafuna. Oh yeah, well I mean, that's big. Yeah, and all that stuff was influenced. I mean, yeah, all that stuff was remaking. Yeah. Uh, Toshiro Mifun, like, the Kira Kurosawa samurai shit, which, yeah. again, that's a nice, that's almost a nice bringing it back to kind of its source a little bit, even though it's funny, because, like, <clears throat> if you're really going to do that, you would make, you, you could probably make Suko even more of an actual samurai, even though the, like, the, what they're doing in that episode is definitely more just Wild West, but with swords, but, like, yeah. Well, so yeah. now it's time for the chase. Last episode of the day. Yeah. Appa shedding. The boys are are putting the gross shitty hair on them, and so is the new girl. It's uh, funny. She's got hairy pit. <laughs> I what? <laughs> Katara's been all like, "Oh, you guys are so stupid." I'm thank God I've got another girl in the party to be a girl with, and that's when Toph does the thing. And I love rather than being put out, Katara actually laughs too. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. But it turns Did out that new girl. Use- Use use uh, Appa fur to pretend to be an old man to sneak in the King Boomies. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I think we saw this one more time before. Yeah. Yeah. But turns out that new girl doesn't help with shit. She's only she's... looking out for herself. Hey, number one, carrying her own weight. Don't gotta worry about her. She's a piece of shit. <laughs> she's totally like, <laughs> yeah. She's collected her own food. She does. She can make her own tent. She has. Doesn't have to do anything. But yeah. Yeah. They set up camp to rest, but in the middle of the night, some ground rumblies wake them up there's some movement some big is chasing them so yeah but they're all tired this is what toss one contribution to the episode is that she can feel when the rumblies are coming but yeah yeah oh the rumblies in my tumblies <laughs> so they get back on off and they fly away shark fruit snacks that's the real rumblies in this episode yeah 
Mm-hmm. Well, I can go some they food fl- snacks right now. <laughs> <laughs> they fly away. Yeah. Um. Then they land and they'll do some more sleeping. And Katara and and Tofas argue about pulling their own weight and being selfish. Katara gets called Sugar Queen, which I, I don't know what that That's is. That's a weird, like, okay. What yeah. the hell does that mean? I can't remember I it's know. this stop, but, like, eventually, like, Katara does the thing where she kind of comes up the top and says, well, we're both a little tired. And, like, she tries to do this olive branch thing of being, like, if we could both admit that we're we're being a little terse with each other we can like you know come to win i do like top is like yeah you are f- tired fuck you i want to go back to bed <laughs> and it's just yeah. only like damn like she's not gonna meet katara halfway so yeah no. jesus yeah, but that big thing is back it's chasing them so they fly off again this time making sure they lose it they land on top of a hill everybody lays down wondering what that thing chasing us maybe it's zuko they haven't seen him since the north pole it has and- been like half a season now since they've actually yeah, yeah. Toph like, who that? And the saga says, just some freak with a ponytail, but he's got a ponytail, but that's not a ponytail. He has a warrior's wolf tail, which I'm surprised it's not like a turkey wolf or some stupid looking shit. <laughs> that's a good point. They just Although, wolves. if we were to see the wolf that he's talking about, it'd probably be a wolf with like fucking owl ears sticking out of its head or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that sounds pretty dope, man. You gotta fucking, yeah. <laughs> so they climb back on up and they fly away. Yeah, this happens like Toph half thinks... a dozen times, but yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Sorry, skip some uh, sentence. It is the pods. <laughs> why? Why could you skip? That is literally half the episode. It's just like them getting up, going away. Yeah. Oh, well, then finally well, they, the, on top of the mountain, the, yeah, they stop they and decide. The, okay, let's look. See, let, let's see yeah. who's actually chasing us. Yeah. It, t- it turns out it's the Teen Girl Squad. They jump. They jump out of there. They're riding some stupid-looking lizard. <laughs> yeah. Which so turns out to be this is actually a very smart away. choice. We're gonna find out in the very near future. Those lizards. But yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And there's like a funny, th- like, maybe it's in your notes, but I'll let you keep talking. It's fine. Tove thinks they could have taken him, but Katara's like, nah, 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 that shit's bananas whack. One of those girls poked me in the armpit the other day and made it so I couldn't bend no no more water no more. It's great. Crazy. She says it just like that Rick and Morty style, too. She's <laughs> like, they're crazy. So the giant, that giant machine keeps following him, and uh, turns out right behind that thing, Zuko's following the tracks of that. Although no one knows it yet, because, yeah. yeah. Appa um, falls, falls asleep while flying in the sky. Which, well, but before I, that, one little I thing I did like was, like, right when when they first see who was following them, when, mm-hmm. they, when they're thinking about fighting. Is that, that, wait, is that, that's actually here, right? Where, like, Tafa's like, oh, we can take them out when they see it's, like, Teen Girl Squad. She's like, well, it's three yeah. against three. And, like, Sokka's like, no, it's four against three. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about you because you can't bend. He gets, like, they do that one was perfect. Like, it's a meme face when the, within the Avatar community, but, like, Sokka's face gets all like, I, I can fight! Like, what the fuck? But, yeah, they get up and fly away. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they just sleep on Appa? I know that at some points they're like, just get As some Shut-Eye on yeah, Appa, but why I, aren't they sleeping on Appa? I do like that becomes a thing is, like, yeah, Appa needs sleep, but, like, yeah, at least you think throughout the, the night is, like, okay, while we're flying, like, at least... I guess someone needs to be awake to pilot Appa, I guess? At least Aang's always piloting Appa, but, like, yeah, I yeah. think the other three people could knock out, like... Well, yeah, why not? Unless you're worried about, like, falling out of, like, Appa's backpack or whatever that is. But, like... Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I Because yeah. the episode wouldn't work that well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, um... They land, again. 
and, yeah, now it's daytime. Well, uh, they crash first. Oh, that's because, because oh Appa yeah, Oppo's Oppa fell asleep. Which he I wakes love, up like, a little bit and just in time to crash in some trees. Oh, I, I I wonder what the biology is of Oppa that like <laughs> falling asleep, he like falls out of the sky. Like I wonder. So like that really does suggest that like he has to actually exert energy to stay up and up and flying. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all need sleep, but first Katara and Toph gotta get into it, and they all play the blame game and. Well, she blames well, Appa, Appa crash for... lands, and then they get yeah. off, and everyone's fighting. Yeah, and they crash. And land. Somehow, the blind girl knows that Appa's leaving a trail of fur behind them. Well, they already went through the whole the, thing of like thing they established the fact that he's shedding. She just points yeah. out that like, although you'd think she would have pointed out sooner if that could have gotten some some them some sleep. But thankfully, yeah. Appa just happened to crash land right next to a river where yeah. they can wash him off. Yeah, but first that Aang says that they didn't, and the Appa never had no problems when it was just the three of them, and your fat ass climbed on there and you can't do it no more. Well, and Toph keeps on driving just... home this point, like, I can keep on carrying my own weight, and he says, like, literally, Appa's the one carrying your fucking weight. Yeah. Like, fuck you, like, you're part of this team, you gotta start fucking acting like it. And, like, Toph just walks, yeah, she just... She's like, I'm out of here, Yeah, because that's Toph's thing, is, like, she'll just say, yeah, okay, I'm fine, fuck you. Yeah. So they wash up, get all that yucky, nasty fur off, and Aang's gonna use that hair to make a trail to lead the Toon Girl squad away. <laughs> Which, I, yeah. Okay, See, this sure. is the point where he should be using. This is the point where they need to bring back um, Sokka's bag. But he, I guess mm. he's got his own sack. Yeah. So. Well, the plot is uh, specifically that, like, what they'll do is. God, what's gonna happen? So Aang's gonna take all the fur that they just washed off of Appa. He's gonna leave a trail off in one direction. Yeah. Is it a Appa by himself, or is it Appa with everyone else? They're gonna go in a th in a different. Appa's direction. with Sokka and Katara. That's what it is. But they bump into a tree as they're flying away. Yeah, break yeah. a little bit. Which, when the Teen Girl Squad shows up, following the hair, they see that the branches on the top of the trees are broken. Azula does. Yeah, she's they like, "They're trying to give us to slip. I'm gonna follow the hair. You guys follow that. Go that away." I remember when, like, this is another thing. When I was first watching the show, I was actually... I mean, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but, I'm, but like, the fact that Azula, like, she's smart. She actually figures it, like, like, it is, like, a little mm. kid plan, and, like, usually in most Nickelodeon cartoons, I would all, would all that's all you would need to do to uh, foil the, the, the bad guy's plan. I do like the fact that Azula is, like, audience smart, which, like, oh, yeah, no, like, they're obviously trying to, like, lead us, and she sees... It is a little weird that, like, she could just recognize that, like, a piece of a broken tree is something that, like, Appa specifically did, and so, like, yeah. we need to go this specific direction. I can see if something were, like, Appa, uh, Appa brushing against the tree had, like, left, like, a little bit of extra fur or something there, but no, she just happens to think, she's like, okay, that tree's broken, they must, they must be trying to trick us, let's go that way. And so, but yeah, no, it's like Azula. She knows what she's doing. She's a she's a fucker upper. So. Ain makes a hair path going to a deserted town where he sits down to wait. <laughs> I guess and he's been flying for a while because now he's in like an entirely different biome now. Yeah. Yeah. Toph runs into Uncle getting startled by him, so she hits him in the asshole with a rock. Great job. <laughs> so, Poor Uncle Uncle Iroh. Yeah. Yeah. The other two girls find Appa. And he crashes on the other side of the river because he's just very tired. Yeah, he gets chased and, across the river, and they're like, okay, then, at least if we can get across the river, we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. and they then uh, their lizards just run across the river, the, the river in a very silly flail. That well, they it's do. totally National Geographic, like, lizards running across the surface yeah. tension of the water, which is fucking great. Oh, I love like, guitar and guitar and soccer are just like, ah, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And yeah. so, yeah. 
But she uses some water bending blasts some one of them off at least and they in the fight and they, they lose real quick. Yeah, the time girls are like, well, victory's boring, but then the two of them get their asses blasted open by uh and into the water by off. I think this is the second time this has happened, although instead of Ty Lee, who's the the the, the, the circus lady, instead of undoing Katara, this time she fucks up Sokka. And I yeah, do love yeah. the thing where she, like, punches Sokka in one arm, and then Sokka tries to hit her with the other arm, and she knocks that out, and then he tries to kick her, and then he she knocks out his feet, and then finally he just, like, falls over with his head. But that's enough to hurt her fist that, like, she gets all fucked up. She's like, ah, motherfucker! Uh, uh May with her blades. Yeah, she uh, pins uh, Katara to a tree. I do love Sokka runs up to Katara while he can barely walk. He's like, hey, how you doing? And they're about to get captured, yeah, then that's when... But I do love the little comedic bits in that fight before Appa knocks everyone away and just, yeah, saves the day, so... They get knocked in the water, and yeah. the, girl, the peppy girl's like, was that guy kind of cute, or is that uh, me? <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> May and Tylee need to learn that the next time they fight uh, Katara and Sokka to, like, don't don't gloat, watch out for Appa, because, yeah. you know, if they just did that, they would finally win, but yeah. Anyway. yeah. Elsewhere, Uncle has tea with Tope, and they talk, she says, I, nobody realizes I could take care of myself. I'm a big girl. And Uncle's like, hey, you sound like my nephew. Always thinking you need to do things on your own without anybody's help. And what's wrong with letting the people who care about you help you? Where's his nephew? He's all, he's been tracking him. He's Google, He's going through some shit right now. I do, he knows Zufa doesn't want him around, but if he needs him, he'll be there. It's a nice it's little nice. bit when Top yeah. asks if he's lost. And, and like, she's like... She's like, well, that's food for thought. Very relevant to my current situation. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But I didn't like when she asked if he's lost, and, like, Ira's, like, a little bit. Like, I mm -hmm. thought that was kind of nice and stuff, but, yeah. And she's um, like, maybe you should tell your nephew how you feel. Before your voice actor dies. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot if we have already talked about that, but, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, halfway yeah. through season three, Ira's voice suddenly gets a little weird, but, yeah. yeah. Wrong-sounding Muppet, but. So, Aang yeah. and Azula's square off in town and but then Zuko shows up and like no he might you get your own avatar this one's mine I called him well it's I'll funny kick too your because ass to get him I it's funny we're like halfway through the season and like Azula has not actually met Aang yet and so like this is the first time Aang's actually even seen her so like she's like is it yeah because he's like who are you and she's like uh, oh you don't recognize me oh yeah yeah and like she puts her hand over her eye and she's like oh like oh my honor and she's like, you can laugh, it's funny. And she's just being really cruel, and that's when Zuko comes out and says, fuck you, and, like, <laughs> it turns into a Mexican standoff. Again, they're doing the... And the only reason why, like, Aang ends up in this, like, abandoned Wild West town, which seems to be just recycling the backgrounds from the Wild West town that Zuko just came from, is just so yeah. they can do another man-with-no-name Western thing with the Mexican standoff here. And then, yeah, because... But yeah, what Azula strikes first against Zuko, and they, they all start yeah, they fighting all and running fight. around. She uses her blue flame to fight, and Nang's running around trying to give her the slip. When if, he just, if he just teamed up with Zuko to kick her ass, they'd probably beat her. Yeah, exactly. And what, I do like there's a little bit, though, where like, Azula chases Aang up into the second story of one of these buildings, and uh, she doesn't anticipate the fact that there's no uh, floor in the second story, and she almost falls. But she does this great thing where she, like, throws herself against the wall and regains her balance and jumps back. Which I thought was, like, really... Zula's a fucking... She's, she's, she's good at her fucking job. She knows what she's fucking doing. But, yeah, it's just... Shit's going around all over the place over here. 
He climbs on a building. She chopped it into pieces with fire? And I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. This is one of those things where, like, this is why Avatar is hard to translate into live action. Because, like, good luck making having that make sense in live action. You can yeah. kind of get away with that in a cartoon, kind of. But, like, yeah, I don't know what that is. But, yeah. Aang gets trapped under some rubble. And she comes in all dramatic with fire. And she's like, I'm going to get you now. But, oh, no. <laughs> it's Katara. She shows up. She saved the day. Yeah. Along with Sokka. Uncle's there, too. Telling Zuko to get up, stop being lazy, <laughs> being all damaged on the ground. Yeah. And his hope great. shows up, too, yeah. and they all chase Azula to a corner where she's like, oh, well, I'm a princess, I'll just surrender with honor. But she's yeah. only fooling. Uh, this is a big hmm? moment for the show, because this is now, you've got all the main characters of the show up until now, all together in one scene for the first time. Uh, you think Azula, I mean, she doesn't know that she's a main character in a kid's television program, but you think Azula, this might be a moment of reckoning for Azula where she's like, when you've pissed off every goddamn other character in your show and they're all about to kick your ass, maybe mm -hmm. you should be rethinking about what you're doing with your life a little bit, but yeah. They literally yeah. gang her, she gets Ken cornered, like, all the characters of the show are about to kick her ass, and she does yeah. go like, I, I do admit it feet to feet, I'm not out of my fucking mind, but yeah. But instead, she... She notices the uncle distracted by looking at the kids? I don't know. And yeah. So she bra blasts him with some fire in his chest. It's... Yeah, yeah, he is looking at the kids. He double looks at his, at Toph, and so... Well, and it's probably the smartest thing that she goes after uh, Iroh, because he's probably the strongest fighter out of anyone in this gang. And if you take down Iroh, that means you automatically take down Zuko, too, because Zuko's going to be going after... Gonna see if, like, Iroh's... I mean, that's one of the things Azula always uses, is the fact that you can hurt people's friends to fuck them up, and so he's... I mean, that's why she's such a good fucking villain, but... Yeah. But yeah, anyway, she uses that as an excuse to get the hell out of there. She just, like, smoke bombs out of it. Well, everyone uses... No, all the, all the uh, vendors blast their... Blast yeah, their she's actually... at her. This she is actually... explodes it and gets away. Uh, I don't know what magic she uses. This is funny, because I just no. realized that's every uh, element being thrown at her at the same time, because you got Aang's air bending, you've got Zuko's fire bending, you've got fucking, uh, fucking water bending and earth bending, and, like, she managed to somehow bubble the zaps out of there. But, like, <laughs> Sokka's yeah. just yelling really loud. Yeah, he's just like, boomerang! <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just making funny faces at her. Um, this and is a so sad Zuko's ending, like, though. like, oh, Man. fuck, shit, damn! And, um, God runs damn. over to his uncle, and Zuko's like, get away from me! Yeah, he and, unleashes a big arc of fire. And, and the camera zooms in on Toph, and then her feet? What, does it? Is, is there something behind that? What's going on there? Oh, it's strange. Oh, no, the director's foot fetishes? Oh, no! Oh, I'm trying to, like, look, like, see what happened. Yeah, I, unless, maybe it's she's, we, like, well, sensing yeah. what's happening. Because, like, nice, he, maybe, she, you gotta have to remember, she can't actually see, which the show, yeah. the spoilers of the future, they do keep on highlighting the fact that she actually can't see. Because there's, mm -hmm. there's a couple points later on the show where someone's like, oh, look over there, and she's like, I'm fucking blind. You have to describe what's going on if it's way over there. Uh, but, yeah, maybe Katara's that's Katara's like, I can help! Well, and she's like, got magic water that Yeah, she doesn't say, her. I can heal him. She's but, just like, I can but, help. Yeah. But Zuko says, Leave us alone. <laughs> I'm dark and tortured. You need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. That's all the kids need. They, they're just like, fine, fuck it. We're just, we yeah, need some all right. We know what okay. we're not wanted. That's it. That's how the episode ends. Yeah. They just fly away. Well, no. Yeah, they fly away on the mountain, and they all sleep on top of Bapa in the episode ends. That's it. Dun, 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 dun. The end of Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah, it's getting better. It's, this is definitely, this is when shit, like, yeah, like, it, less, less need for filler is now. 
there's more actual plot consistently starts happening. I, I, I'm glad we're doing this because I, I think if I tried to watch Avatar on my own, I wouldn't have gotten past the first season. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And with, this also just happens to be, aside from Avatar Day, this happens to be a pretty good block of episodes because shit is pretty consistently going down uh, with the last three episodes. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, I could see maybe not being a big fan of the Blind Bandit if you're not a Toph fan, but, like, at least Zuko and Lo in the chase, there's just a lot of shit just going down, so... Yeah, so... Well, yeah, that's Avatar. Uh, just one last note, too, with the introduction of Toph. Mm -hmm. Um, the show creators, the original idea for uh, Aang's earthbending teacher was gonna be just a big burly earthbender, who I guess was gonna be a big dumb jock guy who was going to be a foil for Sokka? Because the idea, like, just kind of like, to kind of drive Sokka crazy. To the point that, like, supposedly, uh, the design that they had settled for Toph, for the boy version of Toph, was going to be the Earthbender you see in the opening credits. Uh, just kind of like how mm. Azula is in the opening credits. Because mm -hmm. they always planned her to become, like, a big, you know, character later down the line. But I guess the head show runner, not not the show, not 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 the two show creators, but the head writer working beneath them was like, it'll be funnier if like, because everyone's gonna be expecting the big earthbending master is gonna teach Aang to be a big burly guy. It'll be funny if it's like a little girl, and like you have this little girl who's like younger than everyone else that everyone else has to deal with, because like not only could she be a little girl, which no one's gonna be expecting, but what if she's like just a fucking asshole? Because everyone else in this gang. They're all, they, everyone gets along pretty well, but what if she's a fucking asshole too, so they have to deal with that personality yeah. on top of that. And so mm. they were like, that sounds a little bit like much, but like, like the head writer was like, no, believe me, just let me do this and we can pull this off and it'll be up to you to decide in the long run if that worked or not. But like, at least for the fans that exist now, everyone seems to agree that was a pretty good choice, but we'll mm -hmm. see well, as we continue through the show, what you think about Toph, but so spoilers for Toph, she becomes Hank's earthbending master. What? What? What's going on? So, yeah. So I'm that's... surprised there's earthbending in this earthbending chapter. Finally, yeah. <laughs> like it's not like water where they suddenly remember the last two episodes. Oh yeah, water. Burr. Burr. A burr. Oh god. So yeah, we actually. Also, this is the first episode where we consistently talked about Avatar for more than fifth <laughs> for more than forty minutes. Yeah, yeah we did it. Yeah, we should talk to... We actually talked for an hour and a quarter. Oh, my God. Anything else going on? Eh, Animal Crossing Forza, you know. Yeah, that's... Thing. that's. I don't know if anyone else is listening to this. I guess people like Animal Crossing. Is anyone playing the Animal Crossing DLC? Let us know. Um, yeah, you know... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, no. I live... Wahapo. I live Wahapo. a small life. I don't have any huh? children. Uh-huh. I don't have a bloodline of my own. Mm -hmm. You have a child. You have a loving family. Can't you have me? Can't you let me have this one thing? Of of me having driven on more roads and more billboards, smashing forts of Christ than you. <laughs> let me have this one thing. I. So we both like we both love Forza. We love even though we've only played minimally together. Like like Forza Horizon Three, we spent some time together, but we have I don't think we played much Forza Horizon Four together though. No. But the game does that thing where if someone else on your friends list is playing the game, it'll let you know how how they're doing in their game. And when I downloaded the game on like launch night for early adopters, I was mm -hmm. like, oh man, I like I just did a whole bunch of stuff, and it did show me at the end of the night that like like. uh... What's what's your user handle? 
don't know if you want to say it on the podcast. No, it's, fine. it's Grumpy Turtle. Uh, Grumpy Turtle, yeah, it's Grumpy Turtle. Like, you had, like, three board smash, and I had, like, 30. I fired up last night, because yesterday I had spent all day playing Animal Crossing until, like, 11, so I only played a little bit of Forza. And, like, you had, like, 347 board smash, 427 roads discovered. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, it was like, you had only done that in, like, in less than a day. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, I guess, uh, I guess Daniel beat Forza Horizon while I wasn't looking. So, yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, all I did was drive on roads and smash it. Yeah, I well, you're... fast travel signs, so You're I could... a very good video gamer, and you're very fast and efficient. So, did you actually get all the... Unlock all the fast travel stuff in Forza? Yeah, just... Well, I don't... Because in the last one, you can fast travel anywhere, but I can't do that yet. I can just fast travel to, like, houses and... I can... Yeah, I've only spaces. seen that so far. I've meant to go online to see if you can fast travel for anywhere, but so far, yeah. It, it, at least this early part of the game seems to be locked to houses, which... Yeah. Uh, you only get so much money which, in that game, so you yeah. can, like... There's only, like, th maybe five houses, and so that's kind of spread apart, so you're going to be doing a lot of driving if you can't fast travel anywhere. But, yeah, that's what I... <laughs> so that's what I was doing last night. I was trying to uh, smash all the fast travel boards, and I was up until 1 a.m. doing it, but I did it last night, But and I still only have a fraction of the shit done that you did, but yeah. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. Yeah, Force Horizon is beautiful. You're just running around... In Mexico this I don't time? feel like it looks uh, remarkably better than the last I one. I think though. they've kind of hit that point where yeah. I I've seen people point out that this game, it doesn't necessarily look a ton better, like noticeably better, but mm -hmm. it does a lot more with like verticality. Like there's, there's a huge um, mountain in the upper like western corner of the map that's taller than anything that's been in Forza Horizon 4. And supposedly the draw distance is a lot farther. Mm. But it's one of those things where, like, it's not like they necessarily made the graphics any better, but they were able to do more with what the graphics they had. So, mm. which, yeah, which, it still looks fine and stuff like that. Yeah, um, no, I'm not saying it looks bad. It just doesn't look remarkably better than the Do last. you, do you listen to podcasts too while you're just racing around? Because that's what I do. Or, or, like, YouTube videos if it's, like, kind of yeah. talk-heavy yeah. stuff, but, you know. Um, yeah, I spent, yeah, literally, actually, but that's, they only played, like, maybe an hour or two of forts yesterday, but I spent all day. I was actually kind of surprised at how much stuff there is in that new Animal Crossing DLC. Mm -hmm. Have you dove into too, uh, too much of them? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Did you pay for the new, the, the, the paid stuff too? Yeah. Okay, because I, I, I may have sent you a note, but I'm offering people to come in on my family plan if they want, so. Um, but yeah, in case you, if you didn't want to need to uh, pay for that. But yeah, no, uh, the fucking paid DLC, I'm kind of surprised at how hardy that is. Um, ultimately, none of it matters because they didn't do anything to online multiplayer, so there's no reason to go online, really, unless you're just trading stuff with people. But, in terms of, like, yeah, there's a whole, like, single-player campaign where you go to this island and you're decorating houses for, uh, other player characters and unlocking stuff that I guess maybe you can take back to your island and stuff? And... It sounds like your jam, yeah. considering what you did with your island. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, but the free DLC, too, that's the thing that added all the cooking and the... What, what, do you have any crops yet? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't done any. You haven't done anything like that? I figured you were playing Forza rather than playing Animal Crossing. If you need any tomatoes, I should go for anyone who's playing, too. If you're playing Animal Crossing, uh, as at least as of Sunday, November 7th, I have tomatoes, wheat, and potatoes. Where do you get the seeds? Uh, you... Buy them from the store? I didn't see any. So, have you fired up any of the, 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 the new yeah, animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, have you gone to Harv's Island? Yeah. Uh, if you... Oh, uh, Leaf? Yeah, if you unlock Leaf's... Oh, he's finally useful? ...food cart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, th th he's only useful to a certain extent because... I He's the first thing I unlocked, and... Yeah, he essentially sells all the same stuff. He's you know, flower and shrubs and stuff like that. And he'll yeah. have two crops, crop mm. starters, available. I thought it would change every day. I guess only changes every week. And so mm. for the like four days I've been playing the DLC, he's only had tomato and wheat starts. Uh, but I'm assuming that if you come... I'm trying to wonder if I could bring people over to my island. I wonder if we could... I don't know if you could take other people to your Harv's Island. I mean, what Why I could not? do... Like, so I'll just buy those starts, bring them back to my island, either give them to people, or once you, like, I did notice, too, once you have one of any specific crop and plant it, if you, you can take that thing, like, even if it's not a starter, like, like, I took a potato and just bare the potato, that turned into a potato plant. So mm -hmm. even if you just have a couple potatoes, you can turn that into a crop. And mm. so, but yeah, I, I can, and I wonder, I so hopefully, you know what, I'll, I'll mail you, I'll see if I can mail you some... Wheat okay. potatoes and 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 and, and tomatoes today. That's so you, hopefully know, you don't even need to stop by. I would have probably waited till to get him on that Harv's Island till last. Cause yeah, because like who gives a leaf. shit? Yeah, uh, because yeah, on that island, on Harv's Island, you get so you can unlock. Um, uh, it's, it's it's the two yak people. They can customize any of your items, so you can make llamas. anything. There's the llamas, one. which is nice because. Uh, spe specifically with the stuff that you can buy with um, Nook Miles on your island, uh, mm -hmm. up until now, uh, the style of item that you could buy on your Nook Island with, with, the, with your Nook, Nook Miles was always unique to your island. Like the street lamps, like I have yeah. black street lamps that are native to my island. If I want like green or white ones, I have to trade with other people, and there was no way to customize them. But if you take them to the llamas. They could give essentially turn it into what would be the native variant that would be on someone else's island, and I guess you can yeah. do that with any item in the game. So, um, yeah, and uh, there's Cap'n in the game, and Cap'n's mm -hmm. the little little turtle guy who can. Well, I guess it's technically he's a Kappa, a Japanese demon, uh, but he can take you on island tours with his boat, uh, which is similar to how you go to the airport and go to random islands with Nook Miles. But the islands that Cap'n will take you to will usually have some kind of rare stuff. Like, there's little, like, gyroid fragments that you can dig up, take back to your home island. Water. Mm -hmm. You can bury them in the water, them, and, and the next day they'll grow up, and you dig them up, and it'll be a complete gyroid that you can just use as decoration. Though sometimes you can, like, find crops. Like, the, I found potatoes on one of the Cap'n islands, mm -hmm. so that's how I have potatoes now. Uh, one of the Cap'n islands was just all star stuff. It was constantly huh. raining stars, there were Celeste recipes washing up on bottles on the shore, the rocks on the island, when you smack the rocks, star fragments came out from all the hmm. different uh, astrological signs, so yeah, now I've got like extra like Pisces and Sagittarius star fragments, so if you want to do like, you know, the, 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 the star sign crafting stuff, that became easier, and yeah, at least if this is going to be the last real major... DLC for Animal Crossing. They did a lot of stuff to make things a little more accessible for you in terms of, like, like gathering resources and things like that, and so... Yeah, and I guess there's different seasons and stuff, too. See, different seasons and different times of day on those Cap'n Islands, too, so... If you're really desperate for snowflakes, like, you might find a snowflake island where it's winter, so you can capture, like, you know, snowflakes for crafting back at your island, and there'll be, like, 
snowflake recipes washing up on the shore and things like that. So, that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. I shame there's no multiplayer stuff. It's not like they added voice chat or anything interesting, but yeah. And I got the Animal Crossing cards, <laughs> so I got some. I can start inviting new villagers to my town too. So, but yeah. Yeah. Also, once I'm done with the Animal Crossing cards, so I can lend them to you too if you want new villagers. So. I think I'm a day behind on Brewster. He's opening today. I haven't played yet today. Oh, okay. Man, that's one of the things. So far, there's nothing to do with the Brewster at, at the roost other than just drink your coffee. And maybe if someone else is there, you're talking to them a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's weird, too, because he seems to have like a takeaway coffee station that I don't know if you can start unlocking coffee to take with you, which I don't know what you would do other than just drink the coffee, but... I'm kind of curious to see if there's going to be other, any other functionality at the roost other than just, like, occasionally Well, I know he people. would open up, in the 3DS version, he would open up more as you played more and talked to him every Which makes more. sense, yeah. I mean, I guess they're not going to have, like, K.K. Slider show up there and sing like he had done in, in previous mm. versions, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so that's why I'm going to keep on checking in on and talking to Brewster. I want that pigeon milk! Gotta get that pigeon yeah, milk. Yeah, got that sweet pigeon milk. That's so sweet, and... girl. So that's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the only, the only thing happening in terms of games this week is, mm -hmm. I guess, the Grand Theft Auto remaster is going to come out. Are you going to pick that up? No, I don't care. I saw that, like, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas remaster comes out on Game Pass. So even if you mm. don't want to pay for the new remasters, you got to at least fire up San Andreas and see what it yeah, looks so like. So you got to go through all the early parts of those games yeah, especially to the fun stuff. Especially San Andreas goes extra slow because there's the whole thing of, like, you're being, you have to, like, your mom dies, and you have to fly to Liberty City, and you have to come back and meet your gang members, and, oh, uh, it takes a, it's a, it, it takes, like, a couple hours before you're actually let loose and allowed to do whatever you want in, in San Andreas, but, well, I think it's GTA 3, it's just you're broken out of jail, you have to drive, like, 8-ball back to his house, and I think after that you can kind of do whatever you want, but. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I don't know. I'll be playing Forza for a while, so. Yo, know, that's the thing. Pretty much nothing can come out for the rest of the year, and I'd pretty much be happy. So. Yeah. yeah, Forza's such a big fat... I'm like, God. Yeah, there's so much shit in the Forza game. It's so good. What's your... Do you have a default car in Forza? Not really yet, I don't... Yeah. I just do whatever's the most... The fastest car, <laughs> you know? I... It's within controlling, because some of the fastest shit is... How? This actually links back to the tr fast travel boards in Forza Horizon. Uh, there's at least two boards that are on rooftops. Did you figure out mm -hmm. how to get those by yourself, or did you have to look up uh, a guide? I figured it out by myself. Oh, okay. Uh, there was one... I uh, Spoilers, I mean, there's... If something's on a rooftop in a Forza game, it's a driving game, so you're just gonna have to find a ramp to get up there. Yeah. Uh, and... But it's a question of, like, okay, because it's a hilly environment, like, okay, which ramp is supposed to be the one... What, like, which mountain are you supposed to use? And one of them is, like, it's like a big-ass mountain. You have yeah. to use, and uh, my default car in most of these games, I usually just find an old blue Subaru. What is it, Lancer or whatever the fuck it is? It's 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 it's, it's a kind of car that I've been using ever since Gran Turismo, and I was using the stock version of that, and I was I kept on coming up just a little bit short of driving off the top of this mountain to land on this rooftop of this building right below and get this fast travel board so I could unlock free fast travel in the game. Until mm -hmm. I realized that, like, I don't know, I don't know if this is the first Forza Horizon game to let you do this, where you can swap cars and tune them in the wild. You don't have to, because I, I don't think, think the... you. 
I think you, I, I know you could swap them in the wild, but I don't think you could tune them in the wild. Before. And you can tune them in the wild now. You could just go into your car thing yeah. and it was like, hey, do you want to tune up your car? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll make my car faster. And so my car went from like, like, like a hundred horsepower, whatever, to I went on like. Not only can you tune the car yourself, but you can go online and browse other people's tuning setups. And so that's what yeah. I did. And I found this one guy with like a five-star tuning setup that turned my little like B-tier car into like this S2 super machine. That like when I did that, I flew over that building by like a hundred yeah. yards. Like where I was like, whoa, whoa, this is a little bit too much. Like. Yeah, so I had to learn to, like, barely use the gas, otherwise I was going to fly into a different county, but... Yeah, that's... And it's funny, too, because Forza Horizon, it's totally like an arcade racer, so you... Like, I almost never deal with the tuning stuff. And so that was one of my first examples of, like, okay, I'll, I'll fuck with the tuning, but I overtune my car so much, like, it's almost impossible to use now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why arcade racers aren't more of a thing. Like, yeah, we lost Burned Out, and now it's just Forza, really. And Forza's perfect, too, because it's arcade racing, but it's open world, so you get the best of both worlds. And it's constantly... Mm -hmm. You get a little bit of an RPG mechanic, because you're constantly getting experience points to unlock new stuff, and the game is just constantly just dumping money on you. Money and free cars, and so there's always... Do you, do you spin as you get them? I have decided to do a half and half. Because that's one of the mechanics in Forza Horizon is that one of the rewards is a wheel spin thing where you do like it's a slot machine, and that lets you you can either let the you know slot machine spin out and do its normal thing, or you can tap it, and so it'll stop sooner. And the first couple wheel spins in the game, I tapped it and you know to, to stop the spinning earlier, and everything I got was fucking terrible. I think I got mm. like pants from my character avatar like oh, each yay. of the three times like fuck of all the things they, that's one thing that drives me nuts is they're still doing shit with character avatars in forza which no one gives a shit about no. and it's a waste of a fucking wheel spin but you can't even make like them from scratch you have to select preset yeah, which it's... what is this 2003 yeah and in order to unlock forza horizon 5 early you have to pay for like special uh, like a down like you're buying special dlc which gives you a space suit so i'm just wearing that all the time anyway yeah so i don't care about any of the unlockable stuff anyway but those first three, <laughs> those first three spins i stopped and i fucked up and so like then so the three spins after that i just like roll out naturally and i got like two fantastic cars and like five million credits and i was like mm. okay maybe i mean it's a 50 50 crap shoot it doesn't really matter but like you know it's funny how more, are you spinning uh, them like as you get them what do you oh you mean oh i see what you're talking stockpiling about them. stockpile them a little bit especially if i'm like really in the zone like especially when i'm doing something where i'm just like running around the environment like trying to collect stuff like i'll just be like let me collect stuff and like, it's the thing, too, especially now because I've got my Subaru that I like to build up and kind of turn into my default car in the game. I'm trying to get all those points that you can sink into your car to, like, get mm -hmm. new stuff or, like, enhance the skill bonuses of your car. And that bet, because I need at least 25 of those, because one of the things you can unlock for each of your cars is a little bit of insurance where if you fuck up a skill chain, it'll, oh, if you yeah. fuck it up, it'll, it'll ignore the fact that you fucked up at least once. That requires, like, 25 skill points to sink into your car. It's this whole weird RPG mechanic. But in order to get those 25 points, you just have to kind of blindly play for a couple hours. And so, while I'm just blindly playing, I'll just let the wheel spin uh, stuff just kind of stack up. And then I'll just go and check and see how I'm doing my points. And while I'm checking all my points, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, 
I'll use up whatever wheel spins I, I have now, too. So. I don't like that it stops counting at 9. I want to know how many spins I got. Yeah, what is that? Like, everything's just 9 plus, and I'm like, what, there's not extra space on the UI for a second digit? Like, what's going yeah. on here? What am I paying all this Come money on. for? God I damn it. I haven't spun the wheel once. I don't know how many spins I got now. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. So, but yeah, it really is. There's so much like Forza Horizon 5, but like in a good way where there's nothing bad about it. Like the one thing they could have done to make it actually better would be to take out that Avatar stuff. But yeah, yeah. So but whatever. It's not the end or at least not make everybody sounds like they're James Corbin. Yeah, it's I don't know. I guess because the previous game took place in the UK, I guess the idea that you're supposed to be playing the same character as the previous game, okay. even though not even though you're not, it's not like they're carrying over anything you unlock from the previous game. Um, but I guess they're still doing, like, because they, they keep on referring to, like, oh, back when we were racing in the UK in the last game, blah, 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 but, mm -hmm. yeah. Also, I chose a lady. Yeah. I have a lady character, and she had a dude's voice. The dude's voice was just like, hey, we'll pull this then. I was like, oh, no, we need to get rid of this. Yeah, shit. I don't know about it. I don't think the lady's voice is amazing either, but. No. Oh, God, anyway. They give you two options. What is this? I kind of surprised you don't give me like a robot option or like maybe like a more a gender option or remember something. in saints Row three you could be a zombie voice oh my god yeah at least give us fucking yeah let me that's not that whole game is gary Busey with a zombie voice G at least give us a matt barry voice hello there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i love my car i you know what i would gladly have a character that only has three voice lines in the whole game but those voice line, three voice lines are voiced by Matthew Barry. Even if it's less than the other voiced versions of the character, that's fine with me. I don't need a character that talks. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to see if I can mail you food, too. Because I did my first bit of cooking in Animal Crossing right before mm. we started firing up the podcast. So. But, nice. Yeah. yeah, how was your guys' Halloween? You guys doing I think special? we talked that about a little bit last yeah. week. We went over to somebody's. Oh, you house just guys that, went over there, and that that was yeah, it. So a kid, they the kids went trick or treating. And... That's cool. Yeah, you said John John's not too crazy about the candy stuff anyway. So I mean, he, he likes candy, he but he's it, not but like... He, like he he was he was excited for like the first dozen or whatever houses. And he's like, then okay. there were a couple houses that were a little too spooky, and he's like, ah, I think I'm tapped out on houses. That's fine too. Yeah. Those, That's cool. Those, you know, those weird adults who make their house, the outside of their house look, you know, like there's a zombie invasion and the they have like animated like... windows and shit. Uh, it's like, what are you doing? Come was on. Was it bloody too? Yeah. Because I could see going overboard, but if it's like fun, like haunted mansion overboard. But when it's like people are like, yeah, there's like dead bodies and like blood. And it's yeah, like, they had like which... animated window things that you put in your window and it shows yeah. like a, which a is... screen and it was like zombies walking around all bloody yeah. and shit. It's, which that's fine too. But if you're kind of in a neighborhood where you might be expecting a lot of kids on Halloween night too, it's a little bit like, come on yeah. guys. <laughs> I'm usually not one to default to like the home the, like the neighborhood community uh board or whatever the fuck that is when people have like community stuff like community organizations but i'm like eh, you can think a little bit more about your neighbors and the kids and stuff like that so says the guy who would love to bloody up his house for halloween but uh, anyway so anyway, that's it should we wrap up yeah sure talk, oh not? yeah talk like two hours as we as 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 we're talking we right did it two hours well we you did, did talk to john for like five or eight minutes <laughs> oh i forgot yeah my counter is not who knows what's gonna end up in the final edit of this episode but yeah john john got to talk to john john for a bit before we started recording it's very cute he was building his mario lego yeah what set did he what what's he building right now he was he liked to take apart and rebuild and he was doing the 
there, there's a wibbly wobbly tower with, um, with the, I think it's the guy who stomps lightning. Oh, wow. Okay. From the Mario world, you know that guy? Not bomb, not boom boom. No, stomps boom boom's lightning. in, That's in a different. He's in a diff. The boom boom's the bosses of the mini towers. Yeah, like I was gonna say, years. yeah. Uh, That's no, pretty cool. It, it's the big thick guy that stomps lightning on the bonus levels. In Super Mario World? Yeah. Uh. But then they think they changed him. Oh, um, he wasn't. He was politically incorrect. No, no, no. Was they he a racist caricature? No, they just made him um, look different in the new Super Mario. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sumo sense. Bro, well, the characters think. change after a while. Let's see, sumo yeah, Sumo Mario Bros. Lightning. Oh, Sumo, sumo Bro. Yeah, Sumo okay, Bro. Okay, yeah, let's see. Yeah, they stomped lightning in Mario World. Oh, yeah, I don't think they stomped lightning before. Are they... Oh, oh there go! Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. We had thunder and lightning yesterday for a couple minutes. Man, you don't I, get that very often. I could not tell if it was lightning. I have neighbors who like to move heavy stuff in their driveway, so there was like mm. I was sitting here. God damn! Of course, it's fucking perfectly beautiful sunshine out right now. I'm supposed to have a grocery delivery right now, but I canceled. Well, I delayed it till tomorrow because it was supposed to be super rainy today, and there's not a mm. fucking drop of sunshine outside. But yeah, yesterday. I could not tell if it was thunder and lightning or if it was the neighbors being uh, loud. So I guess maybe it was actual thunder. Yeah, it started right by me. Like I counted, Man. you know, you count yeah. how far away it is. I counted one, and it, it, the the boom happened. Well, how John so John react to that? Was he there? Or? Yeah, he was fine with it. And okay. as it went, he got he was like, I don't think I like that no more. Yeah, but he was fine. It's an interesting phenomenon, but like as it goes on, and we got some go chunky like... hail too. So oh shit. Yeah. That's my favorite. I love it with... That's my favorite Campbell's soup is chunky Which, ale. Man, uh, lightning storms on the west coast are as sad and pathetic as our winter storms. Yeah. You go to, like, to the Midwest and shit, and they're like, Oh, man, the sky was dark for 12 hours. We thought the world was ending. And here but it's like, oh, we heard lightning like, twice. <laughs> There's your that's, lightning. Great. That's the thing that astounded me, because like I said, half the reason I wanted to move to the Pacific Northwest in the first place is I just kept on hearing about rainy it was. And I was like, oh, man, I love me a place where it's always thundering and lightning. And I come out here and I'm like, oh, no, it's the kind of rain where it's just like light gray and just pissing all the time. But there's no real yeah. thunderstorms. So, yeah, it's like we get thunderstorms as about, as, about as often as we get snow. Yeah, out here, which rare. is not very often, so no. yeah, that's no. cool though. That uh, that's yeah. I mean, it's good good for a nice, especially if that happened on a Saturday, a nice cozy Saturday while you're playing video games on it's thunder lightning outside. Mm, that's what I'm mm. talking about. That's 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 the cozy shit you want. So oh, cozy, man. so cozy. Right. Especially well. it's like you know, it's like the late you know, or late fall time to watch over the garden wall while it's raining outside. Super mm. cozy, <laughs> and fuck, it's so nice and sunny outside. God damn it! Cause I hate the like. It's, it's cloudy nice to, up here. Yeah, that could change in a heartbeat. But yeah, I wanted. What did I want my grocery delivery? What was gonna come? That was gonna be so good. And those guys. Pickles. Pickles. Oh man, I got olives in the fridge. Oh Actually, shit, olives. Maybe for lunch I'll have some olives. Mm. Hey now. Not quite as good as pickles, but they'll do no. in a snap. Oh god, you like the idea green of just olives? having. Oh yeah, that's they're just you know like pimento olives. Okay. Like, well, some people having, hate them. Yeah, I you know I wonder people who are there people who hate pickles but love olives or vice versa. I mean, there are certain well, pickles I hate. I hate sweet pickles. I yeah, love I like, me a good I like garlic dill. Pickles. I like sweet pickles. But 
Yeah, I never thought about bread and butter pickles. Nah. Now's the food it's portion a too of too sweet. Mm. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. It depends on the type of bread and butter. There's different brands are different. Mm, I've never had like I should probably give bread and butter butter pickles a try more often. Oh, you yeah. know what? I tried for the first time in like probably thirty five years. Oh no, what's I, that? I, oh no, it's nothing bad. I was at what? the store and I was like, my tastes have changed since I've you know been on a diet for a, like almost five years now. Yeah. I'm gonna try chunky peanut butter. Oh, what happened? It's fine. <laughs> it just turns out it's completely fine. Well, you I, I still, I still prefer creamy, but you know, we already not, talked about the fact that you not already, the end of the world. You always get the default natural peanut butter. No, right? I. That's what I grew up on. Now I. Uh, oh, you uh, get the GIF? Yeah, we get the natural GIF, but yeah. Oh, the which actually natural. I do prefer the natural GIF. Yeah, it's a little bit less sweet, I think. Yeah. It's it's practically like good luck like the blind taste test decided if, between the if two. If I was living on my own, I'd probably still get Adams, which is the natural shit. But. Yeah. So you got like what? You get like crunch. I mean, it's funny because it doesn't like it's not. Well, like they the don't difference. really sell crunch anymore. It's like super crunch. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say because back in the day when we were growing up, there was a difference between uh, Jeff and Skippy because Skippy mm. was like sh I don't know if it was sugar free, but it was sugar like less, and it was nasty. And eventually they gave and said, fine, fuck it, we're just Jif too. We're just gonna load this thing with as much sugar as anything else. And so, like, Skippy, like, as much as I'm a diet, I'm, I'm a diehard uh, Jif fan, like, I will recognize that, like, like, especially, like, Skippy, oh, what the hell am I talking about? So, did you, yeah, so you just got, like, uh, Yeah, I just got a small jar of Naturals, uh, I think it's uh, just, it's, just super chunk. It just means you got extra shit fine. that'll get stuck in your teeth. That's yeah, all the difference is, is just like I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'll yeah. eat this jar and then I'll probably never buy chunky again. It's cool. If the <laughs> peanuts had more of like an actual like roasted flavor, maybe a little bit different, yeah. but like, yeah, it's not bad. But you know, actually, just from a texture difference, if I'm mm. in a if I'm in a place where I'm super broke, so I'm eating a lot of PB and J's for some reason, like I'll switch up to crunchy just to be like, at least that's a little bit different. Well, and that's the thing when I was asking last week when I was asking if you prefer grape jelly to strawberry jam mm -hmm. like because sometimes i'll just like i you know because i'm a, I, I like to eat like a cartoon character my default peanut butter <laughs> jelly sandwich will be with a grape jam grape jelly just because that's the cartoon stereotype but then i'll switch up to uh, strawberry just to be like it's different yeah but yeah i should try what, peanut what else I try bananas do you put yeah, because I, I know people. Because if you're gonna do pickles, ask, then I should do bananas. There's peanut butter and bananas. My sisters ate peanut butter and honey sandwiches. Fluffernutters. Yeah, fluffernutters. But that sounds. The, I love marshmallow, marshmallow. I love peanut fluff. butter, but like all that on bread. That's just a sticky, sticky mess. That just sounds like you're just trying to eat a fucking Wookie's ass. Oh man, I don't know how you could open your mouth after one bite. Seriously, you, but you like would seal your lips shut, and you'd just be yeah. like, and you'd be talking like a dull, toothless Joe. You know, sometimes you eat too much peanut butter, you're like. <coughs> yeah, that too. <coughs> when you, and you get like that your... weird throat thing. Yeah, your vocal. I can't imagine yeah. that with <laughs> melted marshmallows. God, because you can't even melt that away as fast with with water as you can with like fucking peanut butter. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know about this. <laughs> Does it have to be but that it's... type too? Or can you just throw some giant marshmallows in there and squish it like? like it's a why s'mores. not just? Why not just take a fucking you know take a marshmallow, normal size marshmallow, and just dip it in peanut butter? Maybe that'll be my next experiment. Oh, because I delayed grocery delivery to tomorrow, which actually I just looked up on the weather, uh, the weather.com. 
uh, there are some big fucking clouds rolling in right now, so... Nice. Yeah, you may not be kidding about, like... Yeah, okay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There's some yellow. That's not just green. Uh-oh. Okay, so maybe I was smart enough. But now, I yeah, I should, like, buy some peanut butter and a, and a bag of marshmallows and just just try that taste experiment. There's no reason. I could still change Can you my make delivery. What? Why don't people make s'mores with uh, peanut butter? Oh, God, that's a good fucking idea. It's a good fucking idea. <laughs> especially... Full of ideas. Especially because... Like, is a s'more supposed to be... A s'more is what? Graham cracker, Hershey's, and a marshmallow, right? Yeah. You use the peanut butter as a glue. Essentially, mm -hmm. it's fucking wallpaper paste to glue the fucking Hershey to the cracker. Yeah. And with the marshmallow to the Hershey. Or yeah. why or what the fuck you're doing? Just fucking mix all that shit into a bowl and eat it with a spoon. Who gives a fuck about putting it over the campfire? Who gives a fuck, man? Who can put it in the microwave and just pour it in your belly? You know what you do? You get a spoonful of peanut butter, you dip that in some fucking M&Ms or some... Uh, some uh... <laughs> Poor man's lollipop? Yeah! <laughs> oh god, that is totally the, the cartoon fat guy Barney Gumble. like, what's, what are you having for dinner tonight? I got a, I got a five pound bar, five pound jar of Jif, and a fucking five pound bag of M&Ms and a stick. I got Hershey Kisses, I'm gonna roll it. <laughs> Poor man's beef stew, just pour fucking peanut butter M&Ms over a half filled jar of Jif and mixing it together. <laughs> Oh no, and then pouring booze oh, on man. top, it's gonna be a peanut butter booze cocktail. If I ever completely quit my diet, I'm just gonna sit down Jesus and eat an entire Christ. jar of peanut butter. Damn, peanut butter, man, it's good. It got protein, it's got carbs, it's got plastic, it'll kill you. It's fantastic. Man, oh, I love peanut I, butter. It still drives me nuts watching Great British Bake Off, and every once in a while, if somebody will make something with peanut butter, and like the host will be all like, nah, like, get the fuck out of here. Peanut butters. Hmm. Bunch of pretentious assholes. You cannot. Like, I know I know Australians will say the same thing about Vegemite, where they don't trust anyone that doesn't like Vegemite, but man, fucking peanut butter. I don't peanut trust the culture that doesn't embrace peanut butter. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Like, even if it's, it's so nasty good. peanut butter like you like, that's still pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, fucking... I've had mediocre peanut butter, and I still is... eat in the whole jar. <laughs> It is funny how what I consider to be good peanut butter is so fundamentally divorced from what peanut butter should be. Because it should mm. be quite, like crushed peanuts and butter, right? Yeah, I sometimes mean, I look in the peanut butter like, like, why the fuck is there palm oil in my peanut butter? Like, yeah, uh, like, yeah, it really is. You look, again, going back to the Jeff thing. That's There's nothing, like, actually, like, like, like people love to talk about how, I guess, was it like modern day, was it like bananas and carrots? Are yeah. so completely divorced from what they were you, when humanity first discovered like bananas and, and carrots. They were completely like I think carrots were like a fraction as big and were originally purple, but we tortured them into being these big fat orange things. Same thing with bananas. I think we've already done that with peanut butter, which is kind of horrible because that's just the thing you make. It's not like something that grows on a tree. Yeah. But like the original idea of peanut butter was just some crushed nuts that you spread on a piece of uh, bread. Now we've turned into this like this kind of faintly peanutty sugar spread that's like half plastic and just like but it's so good it's nice and smooth and might as well just mm. eat the biscotti spread it's made of fucking cookies <laughs> it's, oh i forgot about that is that what that is the 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 the, the what the thing they the shit they sell at like trader joe's is that cookie spread yeah which that stuff's pretty good too but god 
Man, do they hungry. still sell what's the fucking grape jelly jam shit? Yeah, they do. Yeah, goober grape. I remember that was like a big invention when I was a kid. I was kind of. It always seemed like it's weird to think that stuff mixed in the jar together though, because you want the you want the jelly to be refrigerated. Do you refrigerate yeah. peanut butter? There's no reason you you're can't. supposed to refrigerate the natural stuff. Oh, okay, that makes sense because because it's actual food. It's not yeah. like yeah yeah. There's a reason you should actually be happy that you have to refrigerate it because that's a, that suggests there's something in there that could go bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas with peanut butter, it really is just like eating. Like there's nothing organic in there. It's just yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, all right. We should get the heck out of here. We should get. The we've heck we've out talked here. about the most important peanut butter conversation love- we're gonna have for <laughs> at least a, a week. This is our turning into a consistent peanut butter review. Heck yeah. yeah. Let us know what your favorite peanut butters are. Oh, Peter I should have been waiting. peanut butter. Adam's peanut butter. Jeff. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Mitchell keeps on wanting us to uh 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 denote exactly when different parts I'll, of the conversation I, are taking place. I, I, I should have been taking that. notes. Oh all god. Right. Right, right. I love well. the idea of writing down in the back of my hand. We are now talking about peanut butter at Mark's Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is the candy part of today's Oh, this thing. is such good stuff, man. You can't miss a second of it. What do you do for breakfast these days? I don't eat breakfast. Oh. I'm doing intermittent fasting. Again, because so. well, you've got the keto diet, so you're not because I'm going to say, like, yeah. Because I gained weight after birthdays, so I'm trying to lose that. So I'm oh, yeah. What did you do for your birthday? In terms of, did you have a cake? Yes. Yes? <laughs> okay, yes? Yes. Okay, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Kelsey made me a Boston cream cake. Ooh. Yeah, it was pretty good. That sounds... Mm. Mm-hmm. I haven't had but lunch yet. The I thing be about up, October so is, da- is dangerous because I have my birthday and then Kelsey has her birthday, so it's a double oh. lane birthday time. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess it's not like you're going to get... get. It's not like you're going to gain weight just from one meal. Well, no, but, but the like, thing is, you 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 hop off, and it's hard to hop back. That's on. what I'm saying, though. That, but it's a disruption to your diet, though. Yeah, that's what like, I was about to say. Thanksgiving, it's not you could meal. have one big day, but then you get sent home with a ton of leftovers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you do that repeatedly, we're like so close to each other, too, you know. And I, I have. Well, I, mean, I guess you just came back from Disneyland sh- not that long ago. Yeah, that too. I made a, sh- a mistake of ordering a shit ton of like keto treats, which oh. yeah, no, it, yeah, yeah, they're they're technically keto, but if you eat too many of them, <laughs> they're, they're still treats. They're, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's the thing. So. The thing I always point to where like people will talk about like like they make fun of like fast food joints for selling like plant based burgers now. It's like it's not the point that it's health food. It's just garbage food for people who have healthier diets. Yeah. It's it's yeah. People confuse the. Yeah, just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're gonna be thin. Yeah, you're not eating garbage. You can still eat pot. You can you can be vegan and just eat a pound of sugar with a spoon. Well, technically, Oreos are vegan, so you could eat a bunch of Oreos. That's terrible because something that's with cream filling, and you have to remember, there's a reason why they call it C R E M E filling because they can't legally call it cream filling because there's no di- organic dairy things in there. So yeah, it's just mostly just Oreos are mostly just sugar. And vegetable oil solidified into a shape that crunches when you bite into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that cream filling in Oreos. As, as, as much as I refuse to eat an Oreo unless it's double stuff, when uh, you eat enough of that double stuff by itself and you realize it's just vegetable oil with sugar mixed in, yeah. you kind of go, what the fuck am I eating? <laughs> it's like yeah. really like, I can feel the cancer starting in me as I'm eating this. This is not an organic food product. This is like not, and I don't, I don't mean organic in like terms of like hippie organic. I'm talking about this is like, yeah. like yeah, 
This is this this, this is might as well be eating a piece of steel. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, okay, Anyhow. we should finally go. Yeah. Okay. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, yep, yep, and all that shit. Yep, yep. Yep. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I buy. Yeah.